This is as raw live. We got a lot of talk, lots to talk about. A lot of news just broke. Let me make sure my settings are good, actually, by the, uh, the microphone, because I've been messing with this. I haven't been liking the way it's been sounding. Um, this should be better. This should be better. I think this is going to sound better. You guys let me know in the comments. You guys, we put the invite here. Anyone wants to join? I'm going to be a little picky. I'm going to have to know who you are before I still let anyone in here. Just the trolls have been out. I did Truth Over Narratives uh, podcast, and the trolls were out for there. So I, I got to be picky, but I'm going to put it there. If I know the face or know like the, the app from Twitter or something like that, I'll put you on. But I, I can't be doing the troll stuff. I really can't. I can't be having grown men, you know, putting porn on my uh, screen. Okay. I don't know how you people have the free time to do this. I don't know what. What joy you got a bit. So you're a sick man. I mean, you're a, that's a sick mind. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's, that's a sick mind. And it's a lot of free, it's a it's a lot of free time. It's a lot of free time. It's 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 a real it's a real, real rethink everything you're doing. It has to be. There has to be a point where you just lay down in bed and you're just like, I gotta rethink all this. Everything I'm doing. You know what I mean? I, I, and I'll admit someone got me last time. That was a 14-year-old kid. So 14-year-old kid. Okay, more understandable. He's got nothing to do. He's probably in, you know, uh, South Dakota somewhere in the middle of a field. You know what I mean? He ain't got nothing to do. There's no no events that he's looking forward to. But if you're a grown man and you're getting on as when I was on truce, it was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock. And you could get on and do that. You got to rethink everything. You really do. You really do. You have to rethink everything. You got to reexamine your life. You got to reexamine, you know, what you're shooting for. Now, I understand I'm a grown man talking to a microphone, talking boxing, but I mean, I have other things, but I'm just not, I don't have the time to be like, who's online, who's live, right? A random person. Let me join. And then let me put this up there and troll this guy. I just, I, I can't, I can't, I don't, I can't understand that mind frame. But like I said, I'm going to be just a little picky, just a little picky on who I put on here. If, if I know you, then of course, anyone that I know, you're welcome on here. Just can't be letting anyone on though. That's just, that's just, just the trolls. They ruined it. They ruined the fun of it. That's what they do. That's what people do. You let people in and they ruin the fun of it. But let's get to it. Let's talk boxing. We got a Dan Raphael report that, you know, what kind of was already speculated. If you're on boxing Twitter, you heard this numerous times. November, Terrence Crawford versus Earl Spence. We're finally going to get it. We're finally going to settle this. We're finally going to get the fight that everybody's been clamoring for, right? The most important fight in boxing that can be made right now. We're going to get it. That's what it seems like. It's all leaning towards that. Now, I already did my post-fight break. I did my pre-fight breakdown for this fight right away, right after the Ugas fight and Spence, and I had picked Terrence Crawford to win the fight. I can go more into the breakdown of it right here. Is as far as just the way I see the fight breaking uh, breaking down, I see Croft, I see Spence being aggressive to start off. I see him being aggressive. I, I see him looking to um, put the pressure on Crawford, looking to break Crawford, looking to see what happens when he gets in on him, forcing Crawford into action. I just think that you give Crawford looks like that. And over time and over rounds, right, he's like, reminds me of like a, a an elite batter in baseball. And he sees enough pitches, he's going to get the timing down. He's going to get the distance down, the timing down, and he's going to play, start placing his shots. And I think that once he does that, right, and he starts finding his timing. So I think that maybe Spence takes a few early rounds. But once Crawford starts finding the timing and he and Spence forces him to open up, right, 
I think Spence is going to have to fight a little more defensively. Not saying that he can't, because I think I think Spence can. I think Spence could fight off the jab and fight and using a distance, right? And then it'll be Crawford's time to adjust and be the aggressor. I think that Crawford will eventually catch Spence. I think that Spence ha- makes mistakes going backwards. He just has a little bit of flaws, loses his balance a little bit, and I think the Spence will be able to. I think Crawford's going to be able to catch him. So I'm favoring Crawford in the fight. I think it's a great fight. I'm curious to see if Crawford can hold up to the consistent work the Spence has. I really am about that. But like I said, I think it's a very interesting fight. You can go either way. I wouldn't be surprised at any result of this of, of this fight. That's why it's so it's it's such a good fight. Sandy Owens versus Cody Crowley looking to be the on the undercard. Crowley was talking about it on the PBC podcast. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. I'm not like I mean, I'm not uh high, high on Crowley, but I really don't make know what to make of Stanley Onis. I'm kind of that thing I see from Stanley Onis like really wows me, but nothing I see from him really wows me. But you know, like I thought he was gonna lose a lose the Butev. I really did. I thought he was gonna lose the Butev. I had picked Butev to win that. I thought Butev was gonna kind of even like style on him a little bit, and he just couldn't. And the Stanley Onis kind of like basic style that he has is just really effective, and he's really durable, and his shots mean something. I don't he hasn't gotten a you know like a lot of stoppages as he's moved up in um, competition and everything like that. But something about his style is like, you know, I just, I was surprised to be said the one that really made me like, really like, okay, let me take a break here. I'm not seeing, I'm obviously not seeing what this guy's bringing to the table. So him versus Cody Crowley. I, I like that fight. That's an interesting fight. I think that makes sense. I think uh, I do want to talk about the undercard of Spence Crawford. Cause I'm kind of curious on what it really looks like the Spence Crawford undercard as far as like, how much money are they going to have for it? What, what are they going to be able to really put on there? I think Stanley Cody Crowley makes a lot of sense. I think that's like not a lot of money. I think that that's a competitive matchup, especially in that weight division. It also builds more attention to the weight division that PBC has at 147. So I like that matchup. I'm trying to think of other undercard fights, maybe like Frank Martin would make sense, right? Frank Martin on there. He trains with, uh, trains with Spence. So that would also make sense. Maybe they, I don't know if they're really serious about the Frank Martin and um, what's his name? Um, Chris Colbert fight. I, I just, I don't understand how that makes sense for Colbert who just lost. And why was he going to move up all of a sudden? He's not a big uh, 130 pounder anyway. So maybe that fight, but I, I I can see Frank Martin on the, on the undercard, but it looks like we're finally going to get this bad boy. And it's, it's now it's going to get, it's a breakdown time, right? So now everybody's got to give their opinions on what, what they see this going to look like. Frank Martin versus Colbert on the prelims, maybe. That would be main card, honestly. I think that's main card. I don't think that's prelims. I think that's main card. I mean, you guys can keep sending me what the what you think the undercard is going to look like, but I think Frank Martin versus Colbert, if they make that fight, that's main card, and that's a damn good fight. I mean, I just don't get it for Colbert. I don't get it for this point of his career. I think he needs to stay at 130. He looked pretty big, though, when he was talking to uh, when he was talking to um, Gary Russell when they were talking trash. He looked pretty big. He looked a lot bigger than uh, Gary Russell is. That's for damn sure. He looked a lot bigger than him. But I just don't see I don't see him going up and fighting Frank Martin, who I think is a big 135er. But yeah, and the Crawford and Spence. It's, it's, and I don't want to hear also, I don't want to hear because I heard Vince coming say this. Oh, they were getting this too late. We're not getting this too late. Okay. No guy is really showing any massive signs of decline. Okay. I thought maybe we saw some signs of decline when Spence fought Garcia. When I see him fight Ugas, it, it, I erased all that. He looked exactly like uh he looked like a very good Spence. He looked like the the best I've seen him in a long time. The, the damage and the work rate and his consistency in that fight eliminated any doubts I had from the injuries that he had went through. Okay. 
Crawford had a tough fight with Porter. It's not enough to say, oh, he's diminished. Okay, that Porter gives everybody a tough fight. And he ends up dropping him twice to, to end that fight. Okay, so just being in a tough fight don't mean, oh, it's diminishing now. That, that, that's, that's not what that means. So we can't say, oh, he, you know, he's diminishing or these fights. Are, no, no, no. This fight's getting perfect. This is a perfect time for this fight. Okay. But first of all, Crawford grew into the weight division at 147. Spence is back from all these injuries. Now I, I, I feel like he's 100% back. The perfect time for these guys to meet. I don't want to, you know, oh, it's prime because he's in his mid-30s. Everyone's prime is different. Okay, everyone's prime is different. No, there's no, there's no year where it's the mark of where this guy's down and this guy's this guy's past his prime because he's this age. Who knows? Who knows? Ron Hopkins fought he was like 50 years old. Okay, you can't tell me when his prime was or when it ended or all that. You can't do that. So we're not going to do that with these guys when they're still at the top of their game. They still would be favored over any of the other guys in the division. It's the perfect time for them to fight. There's no excuses. There's no excuses for this fight. It's just a great fight. If Keith Thurman was serious about his career, he's got to fight Boots on the co-main event, praying and wishing. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, first of all, Keith Thurman's expensive. Keith Thurman's a, a, a meal to get in the ring. Okay, If he, Boots is going to fight him, I imagine he's going to get a little expensive to do that. Also, I don't imagine what that does for, like I've always I've argued this, what does it do for Keith Thurman's career to beat Boots? Now, I think for hardcore fans, yes, I think it's a very good win. We would all know that Boots would be at the top of 147 pounds. We'd be basically, you know, considered that he could be any of the top guys, even Spence or Crawford. But as far as like casuals and uh, building up Keith Thurman like that, I, I, I don't really see it. I don't really see it for Keith Thurman. If he's going to really take that chance, right, and go fight Boots, might as well go, go fight Charlo at 154. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, I think that fight would is means way more for him in his career and legacy. Go, go fight 154 with Charlo because Boots is humongous on 47. By the time he gets in there, he's going to be fighting the middleweight anyways. So might as well go fight Charlo. Move up one more weight division and fight Charlo. Or, like I've been asking for, let's get that uh, Thurman versus Tank fight. I've been asking for that. I think that's a fight that pushed Tank over to superstar. I think he would. Be, I'd pick him to beat Thurman. But I can't see him fighting Boots. Now, would it be a good fight? I, I'd pick Boots to win it, honestly. I think Keith Thurman, if we're going to say, okay, I just, you know, saying guys are passing Brian. From the signs I see of Keith Thurman, it, it didn't look like he's still on top of this game. It really doesn't. It looks to me like he's 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 falling a few notches down. You know, let me add this. On. Let me uh, share this on Twitter real quick. Let's stay with life. You know, you gotta you gotta work. You gotta uh, do it while you're working. Let's see here. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna label this bad boy Crawford Spence. Whoever wants to come, whoever wants to talk, they can. Just hashtag it. Okay. Yeah, so let's see. Um Mario Bar Barrios versus Jose the Lopez main event in the prelims. My boy Barrios gonna win. I don't. I don't mind. That's a good fight. I don't mind that. That's like that's a competitive matchup. It's one of those things, kind of like the debate we I had last week with Frank. With you know, does these fights don't mean anything? Do you want to see fights that don't mean anything? Yes, I do. If it's a good matchup, but I think it's gonna be an interesting fight or entertaining fight. Yes, of course I want to see it. I love that. And Mario Barrios versus Jose the Lopez is a very interesting fight. Barrios needs a win. Jose the Lopez needs a win. And I think that those guys, actually, their styles are going to mesh very well. I think it'll be a very interesting fight. I think wherever they do Mario Barros next, they need to give him something that's more his level, of course. I mean, obviously, he's they put him in there with Tank and the third minute, and 
he can't be mad at the opportunities he's getting and probably the good paydays he's getting, but he needs something more at his level this at this point to try to like build him back up at least and see what you have. You know, maybe you could build him up one more time. He, he seems like he has some skill, but he just can't put it all together. He's nothing, you know, nothing really stands out. Uh great that's great about him. Okay, let's see. We get that clever to the stream. Clever. Hey man, just want to say what's up. What's up? What's up? Hey, uh, you see the news? I mean, you have to see it, right? Spence Crawford, November. What's your early thoughts? Oh, really? That's what they're saying. I mean, that's what Dan Riffio reported. <laughs> that's what they're saying, man. That's what they're saying. Uh, well, hey, man. Um, I'll defer to you guys, man. Look, I, you, you know I want that fight. I, I want it. Um, but I will believe it when um, it comes from Errol, Terrence, Derek, and Bo Mack and Stephen E's mouth. All so, right, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair, especially because just the way boxing's been going lately. That, I think that's yeah. We're we're in a lull, man. We're in a real lull. You know, there's no act. There's it seems to be there's no second uh, action half thus far. We've had some. Um, okay, well, wait, we got got AJ Usyk. Come on. We yeah, got... nobody and nobody's talking about it. I think I think it has a little like, bit of buzz. I think it's got be... like us. Yeah, we talk about it, but like you know, in the main pipes, you know, the mainstream pipes. Like, you know, ain't you know what I'm realizing? I think the mainstream it takes like about a week. It's like a week before the fight when they until they get into it. Because even I... if you re remember like the um the Serrano Taylor fight, like and I know people are going to be like skeptical, or whatever that fight, but I think that the buzz of it was until like the week before the week before that's when you kind of felt like oh this is actually a decent level fight right people are paying attention to it i think it's probably the same thing with joshua Usyk. things are going that way yes sir things are going that way it seems to be going that way things are working out like uh it's generating buzz like take the um and just piggy banking off that like take uh like i've been doing some research on canelo and uh triple g3 here and okay. things are really really slow but you know a positive side of me says like this might be like the most entertainment out of the three uh, fights that they're going to have. So I think most people who ever decide to go to that and support that will show up like that week. So I think you're right. I think you could be right about that, about entertaining. Cause I think that Canelo's really going to go for it. I think Canelo's really going to look to get him out of there. And I think that'll create an opportunity for, you know, Golovkin to really sit on his stuff. So yeah, he's I think coming, it could be coming off that loss. So like, yeah, he he's got to yeah, perform, yeah. man. He's got to perform. And he probably and sees you know, Golovkin as like weak, kind of right now. Honestly, he probably sees him as like he's not the same. He's gonna be more vulnerable. That the, the Murata fight, you know, he didn't look great early in that fight. So I could probably jump on him early, get to his body, and really find out what he got. I don't know, man. Um, the last time, you know, the way I took I take it with Triple G right now, like currently, <laughs> is like that that pressure. What was that? Oh, my bad. I hit my microphone. Yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were sending me good vibes like a don. What's that? Yeah, like, you know, my current thoughts on Triple G is like like that look he gave Canelo, man, at that presser. So um, I know he's down for business, man. Like, he's serious. He wants it. I don't know if he'll win. Uh, I I haven't picked anyone yet. You know, sad to say. <laughs> um, but, you know, Canelo, Canelo will probably win. Um, but I, ha I have not given it thought. Just uh, Dan Ramirez commented. He said, "GG win or lose, I think he's going to retire." I agree with that. I don't think that. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think if he wins, maybe he could turn that into one more payday, like a massive payday with like Charlo or something like that. I think that's very right. possible. Right. But but if he loses, I, I I guarantee he's done. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I've been trying to get a, you know, stop this habit, like speaking for like boxers. Like, I don't know, man. So like, I'd rather just hear it come from them, whether they're, you know, it's good news or bad news. Like, you know, I take it from them. So, uh, I could see that too. Um, but I could also see him keep going. Like you said, like with another big fight, because we don't know, man, you know, I don't know. Guys are, you know, some high profile names like a Donier, like a triple G, uh, even Floyd at that matter, like those guys fell, uh, not fell. They uh, fought well into their early forties. Pacquiao yeah. team. So, uh, who knows? Who knows? It just depends how he looks. If he looks competitive against Canelo, still loses, but it's competitive. Then why not take a Mangia fight, right? Like why not take that fight? But if he if he gets smoked, right, and he gets buried to the body, and he just like can't, he, he gets stopped. No, he doesn't smoke anybody though. I know, but I know, no, no, no. Well, I mean, I mean, the first two times, like, no, 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 I know, but that was Triple G at his absolute, like, to me, Triple G at a very high level. I don't think Triple G is there anymore. I think that we could definitely see some fall off on him. So, like, if Canelo really puts it on him, puts the pressure on him, and everything like that, I I personally think that's how it's going to look. I think Canelo's going to get in on him. I think the body shots are really going to hurt him. And I think that Triple G is going to be banking on Canelo slowing down like he did in the previous fights. And I, I, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. And I think he'll, he'll, I think he will get stopped in this fight. Let me ask you this though, like, you know, because that's awfully, uh, man. I, I really did not mean to talk about these two right now. Um, I know, but, I know. That's uh, funny you're bringing this up. <laughs> I know, right, right, coming from me. But uh, let me ask you this, like, because a lot of people give Triple G a hard time, including me. But uh, like, you know, you say like he hasn't looked good in like a father time, and he's he's had like a low profile as far as like not really doing big things. Um, but my mind will always, you know, remind me of like he wasn't doing big things before. So, uh, and then secondly, as far as big things, you mean like a good like wins? Big fights, big fights. I mean, he beat, I mean, like he fought Jacobs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think he had yeah, like that, mega but fights, but you know, like, I mean, that's whatever. But uh, I'm getting at like, like he's he's fought decent guys, man. Not not like. Uh, you know, championship level guys, but like guys who were hungry and guys who could, uh, who probably did beat him in Darren Shanko. Uh, and then he fought the, the Selecki guy and then he fought the Murata guy. Right. Is that right? Yes. yes, yes. Right. And then he's done this in all the spacious years. No, no not Selecki. Yeah. Sir Meta. He fought Sir Meta. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that fight. Then I, I get those two mixed up all the time. That's right. Um, all right. Never mind then. Scratch that, that one S guy out then. So just Darren Shanko and, um, uh, but, but Murata, like, I, th- those guys fought really tough against him, especially uh, Derenchenko, man. Like, Derenchenko's like no joke, bro. Like, I feel like he's fought a lot of smoke and he's lost, but uh, he's fought a lot of smoke, you know? I, I think Derenchenko was good, especially at the point when he fought Golovkin. I thought he was very good. Yeah, no, it was right, like, after, it was right after Canelo, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he, he was very good in that fight. I thought uh, yeah. I think he was very good. I, well, no, no, okay, so Golovkin fought... Um, the guy that Berlanga just fought, Rolls. He fought Steven Rolls. Well, yeah, that was his. Uh, and then, combat. and then yeah. fought, yeah, exactly. Then fought Derbuchenko, right? And then Derbuchenko, I thought looked very good in that fight. I thought could, I thought it was close. I don't remember uh, who won it, how I had it, it was scored, but that was very close. Could have won Derbuchenko. Could have won <laughs> Golovkin. See, this begs the question: You're like, well, how really good is this guy? You know, if he's fighting Steve Rolls. Well, I mean, he spoke Steve Rolls, but I'm not, not like Triple G. I'm not questioning him. I'm like, but like, yeah, 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 I think it was. I think Triple G is a very hard guy to determine because you're really kind of basing it on 
basically his whole career relies on how competitive the Canelo fight was, right? Now, a lot of people have him winning the first one. I I, I uh, had to rescore that one. I thought it was close. The second one I rescored, I did it on Broadway's uh, thing. It was, to me, clearly a, a Canelo fight. But he was competitive. He showed that he was at the skill level of Canelo. Against Danny Jacobs, I thought that was a very, very close fight. I thought it could have went Jacobs' way. But he showed that he was at the level of Jacobs at that point. And Jacobs was Jacobs a very yeah, no, they're about, high-level they're fighter. So on, I thought, on both those guys' best night, those guys are really good and probably the same level as far exactly, as like putting it exactly. together. So they're very um, high level. So I, that's the thing with Colombia, where it's that. But I think there's obvious since that point, and it's been a few years since the Canelo fight, he's obviously held off. How long has it been? 2018? That was 2018 when they fought the second time, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know for sure, but I, let's say that sounds I'm pretty sure. So that's 2019, 2021, 22. That's four Ooh. years, man. Holy so, crap. And you see tell off, right? You can see him telling off a little bit. You can see that his he goes through uh, energy dumps. You can see that he's not as sharp early. He gets caught a lot more. Against guys like Sermeta, like guys against guys like uh, uh, Murata was definitely putting it on him early. Now he's experienced to do all I these things, but real fast, real fast. I think that was all like the plan, though. I mean, I mean, Murata did catch him, yes, of course, but like that was the plan to just take that guy into deep waters because I knew that Triple G thought he was like, oh yeah, if I do that, like I got him. I'm, I'm and which he did. Stopped him. So, but the thing is, uh, maybe. But the one thing is that he he had a complete change in fact, of strategy in the he second half like of that fight. Pounder in that fight to me. Weapon. I said he looked like a sixty-eight pounder in, in that fight to me. Oh, so his size. You're saying his size? Yeah, like he, you know, he looked bigger for for some. I don't know. Maybe it could have been the camera, like and plus. Well, yeah, I mean, and maybe he's not toning. He's small. not toning up like he used to. You know what I mean? He's not. He's not a young guy anymore, so he's not toning up like he used to. But I see. I think that, you know, I think he went in there to stand and bang with Murata, and I think he wasn't getting the better of it. And I think that he had to start moving. Once he started moving, he saw that Murata's legs weren't good enough to follow him, and he was he could walk Murata into shots. So I think he definitely had to switch strategies in that fight midway. He's good enough to do again, that. He's, been, he's a veteran again, to do that. Again, still wanted to take him late. And I, I thought no matter what that fight – coming into that fight, I was like, well, yeah, if it goes deep, you know, I, I trust Triple G. Um, yeah, that's not a bad way to think about that fight. Yeah, yeah. just like a broad statement. No, no, um, that makes that makes sense because Triple G is he's very good. First of all, he makes good adjustments. And once he gets in like the rhythm of a fight, he gets a lot better. But I just think like Canelo, if he's still Canelo, right? If he's still a Canelo fought plan, he's still a Canelo fought Billy Saunders. Let's talk about him for a moment. Okay, you, you were saying though. Go ahead. I oh no, it. I just. I think if he's still that guy, right, and not the one that fought Bavol, which I think was just undersized in that fight, personally. But if he's that Canelo, I think he could really get in on him. I don't. I think that he could steadily beat him down to the body, steadily get to him. I don't think Golovkin's going to be able to make the the, the um, adjustments he made in the second fight, which kind of showed little openings that he could do. I don't think he's good enough or fresh enough to keep that consistently to beat a guy like Canelo. I see. Um. Yeah, since we're going off that last fight between those two, I thought that was Canelo's, like, here I come with the broad statement again, but some would call it a hot take. I thought that was Canelo's best win on his, you know, res on his resume currently. Um, he really dug deep. He really bit the bullet, you know, bit down and, and fought that guy and fought off the back foot. So I thought the judges were more impressed with that. Plus, when he's fighting off the back foot, because he's a counterpuncher regularly now, um, you know, he's throwing all power shots. So... Um, I thought that was his best win. Um, uh, you talk about Canelo over Triple G? Yeah, too. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. With um, that. Now, yeah, like 
I, dude, I, I love Canelo, man. I like Canelo. I think he's, you know, one of the best boxers like in today and current era. And, and since he's come on the scene, I think he's a really nice boxer, man. I, I love the guy. I also think he's on some weirdo shit too. Um, <laughs> like what? That, like what do you mean? What do you mean? Like just, you know, but more on that later, but I want to get okay, to okay. it. Like, okay. uh, like I, I think he's been on the decline, man, for years, man, for years, man, for years. Um, this kind of comes back to like his biggest win. Like he really bit down because, you know, they, they drawed the first time a year passed by and he was already kind of like on a, on a, um, you know, as big as he was, um, and this may play a part to him, like wanting to venture out his own and become a free agent. Like, you know, he could see a dip. So he was like, man, I got to do something. I got to, you know, get back on the, the upper trend there. But I think as far as boxing goes, like in the ring, man, like he's been declining, man. And that's because, you know, the wear and tear, that's because You're of saying, the Mexican. What yeah, fight right. do you see him declining in? What, what fight? But not Bavol. Let's not say Bavol. Let's just say another example. Well, uh, starting with Triple G, man, because – First off, like when he fought that guy, he realized he could take a big puncher. So that's why he's been moving up in weight. And that's why he decided to fight the guys who who he's been fighting contract, you know, disputes in there as well. But, um, uh, you know, he realized he could take that, those type of punches because if you ask me, man, he's a 54 pounder. He's a 60 pounder. He's a middleweight. He's a light middleweight. He's what, 5'8", 180 pounds, probably walking around. Um Maybe bigger than that because, you know, again, the Mexican beef. But uh, what I'm saying is, man, like he, like I said, so he's on the decline. So he's been fighting on these guys, man, and those guys aren't even on that level of his uh, declining. Now, I think like – Okay, did you see – you saw a decline against Plant? Against who? Plant. Oh, yeah, yeah, because uh, – or yeah, and then I, because uh, – look, man, he's just plotting behind guys – and he's got well enough power to get them out of there. And, you know, this is before the Bivol uh, fight. Dude, he's he's been fighting that same style where he's been just hitting guys, you know, taller guys because he's fighting bigger guys. So he's hitting them up way up top, whether it be their arms area and breaking them down to a, to a point to where he can get a, a TKA or, or a, a knockdown. Or in Billy Joe's case, break his face. Yeah, but, um, I mean, because he looks sharp in those fights. I mean, he's counter punching well. So, like, you know, if you see a declining guy, well, usually again, you see his timings off. He, he wouldn't probably counter punch that well. Um, but I, he wouldn't place his shots as well. But again, you know, since you know it, it, it we'll call it what it is. Like he's fighting those those guys are supposed to be elite. Those guys aren't at all on his level, at all, at, at all. And and I'll I'll. Ask anyone to challenge you on that because I'd be like, you really thought those guys were going to beat him? And it's always no. It's always like, I mean, okay, then, so what are to we... Be, to be fair, though, right, just to be fair, did you, of Spence's last five guys, did you think that anyone was going to beat him? No. That's no, no, so, no. So to be fair, so like when you're the one of the best in the world, you're probably not going to face a lot of guys that are going to be favored to beat you. That's why no, like when is. Spence fights Crawford... <laughs> It's a big but, fight because someone could you could you could make a case for the opponent, right? You can make a case that oh, it's a 50 50 fight. I'm gonna and pick no on one's you really now. 50 50 was on you now. now. You thought Ugas had a chance to win that fight. I did, I did you think Ugas had a chance. Now, oh. that was judging Spence off of the Danny Garcia fight where he didn't consistently work in that fight. Like, and people, thought Dan, and people thought Danny could beat him coming out of the car accident. It's no, it's, I, it's, I don't, I don't really, I don't really remember a lot of people picking Danny Garcia, not a lot of people. Uh, I, of course, I can throw the Mikey in there. 
even the the, uh, the quote unquote superstars, uh, the other famous boxers, are choosing Mikey over him. But I do want to make it clear: I did pick Spence to beat Ugas. I just thought it could be a competitive <laughs> fight, so I want to make that clear. I don't want you slowly my good name here. I, I did pick Spence to beat Ugas. Um. Uh. But. Uh. So, I said all of that to say this: like, since I think he's been declining in there, and I, I should be throwing some more details in there to back me up, but since I've been thinking so, that's why. Uh, he has uh, been strategically uh, ducking a lot of smoke. Nothing wrong with that uh, because he he's he has the blessing to afford type of options like that. And uh, look, people walk away from money all the time. This guy, that guy, and then the next guy, they do it all the time, man. All the time people walk away from big money. I think that's the case going on with Spence Crawford. More on that later. But, um, but it's who do you think is walking away from money when you talk about Canelo? Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Because uh, uh, the, the 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 bids and and uh, offerings that's that comes out, it's the same money on this side versus this side. So he went with the easier competition on what he thought. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. So this will this will we'll have another challenge here. So you okay. think that Bavol was almost like a cherry pick gone wrong? It's kind of the way you're saying it, right? Kind of, he thought that was an easier sure, fight. You know, in hindsight, yes, but I mean, don't you think this is harder? This is way harder than what he currently signed up for. A well, I, with, wait, hang on, hang on. A Benavidez, yeah, yeah. a Charlo, and Errol, dude. There's no way you're coming out of that undefeated against no, Charlo, Charlo, and Earl. No, no, I'm just saying you you're not coming okay. out of that undefeated. To so me, I, I think he beats Charlo. Me personally, I think he beats Charlo. No, uh, I, I I would I would definitely like you know I I would favor that. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I would favor. I'm sure I'd favor with the odds on that, but like Charlo could 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 beat him, and, and again, more on that later. Yeah, um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like Charlo could, Charlo could maybe be at the level. Real, wait, 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 let me let me get to it. I think if he fought Spence, right, and you got to remember, if they fight Spence, right, he would have to drop down back and wait, but he's gonna have a huge advantage. No, it'd be catch weight. It'd be like one yeah. anywhere between 162 and 166, somewhere exactly. in there. Because okay, that's this, gonna this be Earl's like middleweight fight, you and, know. And so. Is that gonna be Earl skipping two weight classes to yeah. get to that fight? Uh-huh. Canelo would be a humongous favorite in that. Fight. Well, he's got a lot of Mexican beef to to taper off right now, man, and that shit's dangerous right now. That's what kind of okay, gives. He, uh, he could get uh, drained. Right? Okay, maybe he gets drained. But real like fact, you said, he's not. He's not a small. Fact, he's a small middleweight, in your opinion, right? So real, 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 real fast, though, okay. as a real fast, I just wanted to let you know this, like, kind of where my thinking is right now. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, right now, probably for the better part of like two weeks, I've been looking at all of my favorite boxers and looking at their flaws, like taking away all the strengths, taking away all my goo goo gaga eyes and getting to the nitty gritty because I see where other fighters can beat those guys. So that's, that's kind of like my general attitude right now on a lot of people, but go ahead, go ahead. So just want to let you know my head. Okay, yeah, so. It, to me, if he fought Spence, it'd be a massive advantage for him. If Spence, to me, if he fought Spence, I mean, I understand the payday for Spence, but it doesn't make a lot of uh, sense to me career-wise because I still think that there's fights for him in between that, right? Like a fight with Charlo if they fought each other, right? There's fights at middleweight that are are maybe he could like maybe him at middleweight is interesting to Golovkin, right? Because Golovkin feels like oh, I have the size advantage. Maybe Magia would even take that fight because uh, you know Spence is a money man. So, you know, there's interesting fights for him in middleweight. To go to fight Canelo, I just think he'll be giving up a lot of advantages. I think it would be no time to really adjust to the weight, no time to really gain the weight correctly. 
to fight. So I would favor Canelo in both of those matchups. And I think that if people and if, first if, off, like you said, money fights are like those guys equally get a twelve week camp. He's gonna have plenty of no, no, no. But okay, but I'm saying like I'm saying like getting a fight at the weight class and filling the weight class out. Like okay. Well, this like is Andre, Andre Ward, this which is, is let me say. Okay, I'll, I'll let you counter after. I'll let you counter after. Because Andre Ward, remember when he came to fight before he fought Kovalev, right? Who did he fight? Sullivan Burr. Right? He fought yeah. Sullivan Burr. Why, though? Because he wants to get used to the weight class. He wants to feel the power. He wants to feel what it feels like in an actual live fight with live rounds. That's what he wants to feel. To have Spence just jump up and fight Canelo is tough. Now, maybe they weren't planning on doing that. Maybe they were planning on. Canelo fighting. Oh, Charlo. they were planning on it. Just, just to correct. No, 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 no. That they were planning the it. I'm, I'm saying, just saying. No, 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 no. That was the deal. No, no. Sir. I saw that. I saw that contract. But I'm saying maybe they were planning on moving Spence up one fight before Canelo, while he fights Charlo. Maybe move Spence up and have a middleweight fight. Maybe, possibly, right? But to say that Canelo going to fight Bavol is an easier route than fighting Charlo or Spence, I can't agree with you there because. That's Bavol fine. Is a world That's champion, fine. 175 pounds. That's Canelo That's moving but up to 175. Canelo's not a 75 pounder, dude. Exactly. At so all. That's like, a tough people, fight. People need to get that out of their head. Like you, that's what I said. Coming back to like what I, how I view him, like he's really a 54 middleweight guy coming up. And frankly, like, dude, yeah, that's not his weight class. So like, I don't really worry about all that. And then like, I get it. Like, but you admit that's a tough matchup, though, right? Him and Bavol sure, are very tough no guys. doubt it is. But like, it, it is a cherry pick because, uh, I mean, frankly, Canelo thought he could beat that guy, and yeah, I thought I everyone, thought so too. With but all, it, but uh, like, right now, Earl Spence thinks he could beat Crawford. That's not a cherry pick, though. Hang he on, just hang on, he could hang beat on, him. Hang, no, 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 no. That's no, what I'm no. saying. But you, to, just because to say he's a, he thinks he could beat him. Yeah, he thinks he could beat everyone. He's a one of the best fighters in the world. So he, of course, he thinks he could beat everyone. Every fighter thinks he could beat everyone. But that doesn't mean that it's a cherry pick. That doesn't mean that oh, that it's not a competitive matchup, or or just because we think that he's going to beat him. You know what I mean? That 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 doesn't mean that it's not a good matchup. Well, I'm not. I mean, <laughs> let me put some context to, then to it. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, dude, I, I said I keep saying the same thing on Bavol, man. Like, who was he before that fight, and who is he after that fight? Same guy. No one gives a shit. So that's kind of what I mean. But that's um, not a cherry pick, then. It's, it's a less popular I, fight. Again, dude, again, like a ton of, of people thought he was going to win. But real fast. Okay. And, 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 and he didn't. And he didn't. He got, and the people who called it right were right because he got completely outclassed. And like, dude, that, that, but all Beville showed was like, look, if this guy fights a guy who can actually box, who can actually box, they're, they're going to beat this guy. He can't hang anymore. That's what I mean with the decline. But to Spence, I, I, I want to comment on that. Look, man, I think Earl Spence is the perfect style to beat him, man. Not only it is the volume, but Spence can box and, and, and would be all over. He, he's flat-footed. He can't move anymore, man. This dude can't that's, move. That's why he's plotting behind guys. Do you think Spence moves better than Caleb Plant? Yes. I don't agree with you. That's fine. Yeah, I don't think he has a foot that's speed. Fine. Or that's the... fine. I, I think I think you're more impressed because he's bigger than him and moving like that. But like, yeah, man, you kidding me? <laughs> I, I I don't think I think Spence is like I said. That's not me saying that Spence isn't a better fighter than sure? Plant because no, obviously he is. I didn't say that either. No, no, no. no. I'm just kind of talking to everybody too because I don't want people to think like you know what I mean. But I'm, I'm saying though is that that one aspect I would favor Plant's movement over Earl Spence's movement going backwards. Now that's because that's not exactly Earl Spence's game. He's capable of doing it. He has that. Tr he has that in his bag. I give you that. He does do that. 
But I don't think it, it would be a movement that is the best Canelo's ever seen moving backwards. No, I, I don't think so. I think he's fought guys like Laura. He's fought guys like uh, Plant. Uh, you know, maybe even you could say, you like, as far as defensively moving backwards, I mean, you have Billy Dos section to Bivol, like, dog, the, that Laura fight was so long ago, man. This is what I'm saying. Like, like dude, this guy – in, in in terms of boxing years, man, he's old as shit, man. He's literally falling apart right in front of us, man. In front I don't of, see that though. I don't see I'll that. I see him. a bad Bavol performance, but I think it's more Bavol weighing two hundred pounds. With the competition he's faced in this last five years, yeah, it could have you tricked like that. It could have anyone thinking like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like he he still got it, or he's he's a beast. Like yeah, against against those guys, yes. But you fight, yeah, you fight. I'll, I'll do the I'll, I'll do the examples, dude. You, I'll start with Benavides first, bro. Benavides will flatline him. He's way he's bigger, faster, stronger, and his hand speed is on another level. He will flatline Canelo. I'm not even shitting you. Like no, that's but that's purely and, 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 right? and, and like his footwork would alone would get him in trouble because he would hide how, how he pounces on guys is is very underrated. I think. And then they just can't handle the volume, and then the the, the ref will get in there, man. So that's how I think that goes. Now Canelo totally. likes the counter punch, correct? Right, but so that um, fight would be fought right, at a range right, that Canelo wants to fight. Gas right. tank is on another levels, man. He's going all. He's like Tyson Fury. He's going to go all night, man. So I mean, eventually, fair, we haven't really seen down him. The, hang on. He eventually to break down the smaller Canelo. That's what but I'm to saying. be fair, we haven't seen him really fight a guy anywhere near the level of Canelo. I would say that we haven't really seen by anywhere. Fair man, but like you can't sit here and tell me Benavides is, is not the best sixty-eight pounder man. Well, I don't, I don't know that. We, I think he's a very talented fighter. I think he, he could possibly be, from what he's I see from him, my eye test, he could possibly be. I think anyone to say that he's the best one sixty-eight. I think he has trouble with Andre because of the softpawness and just that awkward heresy he's got going on because he'd be trying to like get low and sneak up on somebody. But I'm like, dog, you're big as fuck. I can see you. But uh, I, I think, yeah, I think Benavides would beat them all. Beat them all tough. I don't, think, I don't think it's. I don't think it's crazy to say. I don't think that's crazy to say. But I, I do think I'm down. very curious to see Benavides when he gets pushed back. Right. Let's see Benavides when he gets pushed back. And I think Canelo could push him back. We might probably... get knocked on his ass no, by like think... an unranked guy who like nobody cares about. Who? Like, that? What are you talking about? I, I, for, I forget. I think it was like. Oh, you talking about Benavides? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get Gabra. Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, there you go. What was that, like six pro fight or something like that? No, no, no. That was like, he was competing for like a world title at that point, I guess, I think. Yeah, yeah. But so that was really early. Um, my, my thing is, the reason why I say that is because like, hey, we, we've seen that, man. But like, ah, oh, I'm getting texts. Uh, oh, now I got a brain fart. I don't know, man. I don't see anyone who, who can uh, mess with him. He's a he's a messy handful. If, if Charlo fought Benavides, who would you favor in that fight? Charlo could beat him, but but so yeah, let's talk about him for a moment. So like I said, I'm a, I'm into like the flaws and things right now, and I've been looking at him. Uh, Jamal is great, man. He, he, I think his best asset is that that awesome power jab he's got. But um, the thing is, man, I don't like his flat-footedness and his spots of his boxing because he's set up for just power. That's all. That's why, like, when he fought Montiel and guys like that, you know, or even Darren Senko, like, it, it just becomes a 
kind of a brawly type fight and you know his head's getting swung back everywhere because like he's only set up for one thing that's that's one major flaw i see in him so uh ultimately that would give him trouble because like if he starts having to fight on the back foot you know he's in trouble man and it, it takes a little bit 12 rounds run the the Montiel fight because i think that's the biggest sign right there that Benavides would be too much for him and i think it's really well, it's, well, it's, it really would be a it really well, would be a size he, thing well no nah, no nah, man jamal's pretty big man he's he's got enough size and to be right there too here's but there's another thing yeah. that's underrated about that's really not talked about about jamal's game He's very power reliant. He needs his power to mean right. Something. Like he's too. So again, that that's and he hasn't had great power in middleweight. He's too. So like, what happens if like if you get set on your ass or like you know you get back on your back foot, and it's gonna it's gonna take three to four rounds to kind of find your bearings, especially if you're getting pieced up like mm -hmm. that and you're just standing in front of him getting your ass beat on. So like this coming to Benavidez, like dude, Benavidez, that's what he does. He traps guys. He's and also, I don't with, think he has the power to hurt Benavides. I really don't. I don't. He hasn't really the power. No, 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 man. He's got a very nice uppercut and, and a nice right hook. Who has showed his power in your middleweight against? Uh, 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 I'm trying to battle that in my head because, like, uh, I'm not disagreeing with that, but like, that's because like that it comes back to that flaw, man. He's only set up for one thing. Um, I, I think also, that, I mean, he, he's fought. I don't know, man. Like, when he's at his most effective, his power it means something. He's right? not a knockout artist. He's not a one punch knockout artist. I guess. But I he kind that. of was at, at one fifty four. He kind of was at one fifty four. He kind of was. And as he went into middleweight, he hasn't fought the highest level of competition. Not his fault, but he hasn't fought the highest level of competition. Now he's definitely been in some more competitive fights. The Montiel fight was a lot more competitive than he ever expected. The um, uh, the uh, Corbra <laughs> fight, which yeah, he was I getting mean, kind of okay, pieced up in. But, but he beat that guy. Like no, I mean, no, he did. No, 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 no. When I say that, like, as far as uh, the actual boxing match, how it was scored, how it no, is no, scored. No, he did. I don't think Montiel, but are you almost, high on Montiel? Because I'm not high on Montiel. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. That, that was, but no, that was no, a tough that, fight that for him. Just, look, it was just a voluntary defense. That's all. He defended That's what I'm saying, but it was a tough fight. So to tell me that he's going to go to 167, and I don't think he believes it, and I think he's right to not believe it, that he's going to go to 167 and fight a guy like Benavides, who's, you know, big, First of all, hits very hard. Like you said, fast, has all these things, and your power might not mean anything against him. Well, to me, I don't know what chance he has in that fight. Because he's not going to outwork uh, Benavides, right? He's never been a consistent boxer on his back foot, like you said, right? So what, where, what is his opening there to win that fight? Now, if you say Benavides versus Canelo, now Canelo could push him back, possibly. Like, I just want to comment on that, like, uh, the Danny Garcia fight week against Benavides Jr. Uh, they put the camera in Stephen Nee's face, dude. Stephen Espinosa would be dropping nuggets. And I saw, I saw what you said on the timeline about him. More on that later. I was, I was a little upset to see what y'all were saying about him because first off, doing a lot of things that he just says to talk against. But hang on, like first off, you realize he's the only boxing executive who actually speaks, talks, and and is visible to uh to 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 the public that's not true the zones uh, no that's very true no 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 that zone guys only come out once and twice and he's very very new like very new and haven't seen him since the espn guy don't talk fox guy don't talk my point is this guy drops nuggets straight up nuggets if you're really listening to what he's saying and you also hear his favoritism for what he think what he personally wants not like personally wants but like how he how he views it personally but he tells you what it is. 
and what I I want to fast forward to the end. He said, dude, the fight to make is Benavidez Charlo. Like that's the big fight. That's the big money fight. That's what he said his bosses want. The guys who he has the answers to who give him the actual boxing budget to 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 for, who, for at Showtime. He said Benavidez versus Charlo. That's what they want. That's what they see where the money. No, not that's not where they see where the money is. They said that's the money they're willing to drop. I'm just kind of putting that together. But yeah, that's that makes really, sense. I mean, that makes sense. I don't. Really, that doesn't change my opinion on whether Charlotte can win. I, I know, I know, I, I know, I know. But like, I'm not trying to. But however, Jamal man is him and Jamal do this. They're, they're weird. They're they're weird like this. Where like one day they say something, and then the next day the other brother say something. Then the next day the other brother they just keep contradicting each other. So Jamal has recently has come out and say like, "Hey man, I'm trying to be like my brother and go undisputed." That's why he's calling out all these middleweight guys and, and, and doing that. So he's kind of holding up the money fight, what Steven was saying. Because but, that can but be why do you think he says that, that, though? I'm sorry? because like, why, do you, uh, why do you think he's saying that, though? Who, Jamal or Steven? Yeah, Jamal. Why is he saying that? I think because, uh, you know, he, all this clout chasing and, like, me, when I say media, like us and, and like, he's listening to people. And people are, are telling him, oh, you need this and you need that. So, like, he thinks he needs to – not that he shouldn't or, 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 or couldn't or anything like that, but I think he thinks right now, like, you know, he's chasing it almost. Like, he, he's, like, greedy for it. Like, he, he he wants to show us all that he can actually not only go undisputed, but, like, fight all these great names and beat them. So I think it's really like, – I think really what it is, it's a huge tell that he doesn't think 168 is possible for him. I don't. I think that's the hugest tell. I think that that's really wait, been wait, what do you revealed mean? by him. I think what he thinks one sixty eight is not winnable for him. I think that he thinks that that fight's not winnable. I think he oh, thinks that one sixty eight wouldn't be a good idea. And yeah. I think he thinks, well, let me yeah. just stay at middleweight. They pay me all right at middleweight. I disagree with so, that totally. They'll pay me to fight guys like Selecki. They'll send me to fight like guys like Laura, and I can stay here. And I and it's it's not well, a, to me. Again, I don't think it's incorrect. I think you should stay away again, 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 like. He's listening to people, man, and 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 oh, he might be listening some, to people, know, some people even call him a paper champ, and some people like they want him to, uh, um, you know, they 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 think that's what I was gonna say. They they think he hasn't done anything at sixty, man. So and 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 look, like I said this going on a year ago in, in the chats, he doesn't have to vacate his belt at sixty. He can move up to. To 68 and fight somebody or or two and come back down and still be a WBC champion. So like I don't know why like, and I always say this. You always hear me say this. I, say, I don't make a big deal of these weights, man. I just want the guys to be professional. That's how they show their professionals. I just want them to make their weight. And if you got a belt, defend your belt. Every not once in a while, you should be fighting some smoke, man, because the people at the bottom are after the champion. I mean, it's Is common it? sense. It's a, it's basic integrity in boxing. But however. You know, don't want to go to 168. And, what was it? Oh, you know, well, yeah, he does it because, like, because he, he – well, here, let me finish that thought. Like, I think he wants – I think, yeah, he thinks there's more meat on the bone down there, and he, he wants to finish the job. You know, however, you know, let me give you my little crystal ball, my little Ezra purple crystal ball. Like, I think once Errol moves up, I think Jamel's going to move up, and I think Jamal's going to move up. He might not fight Benavidez right away, but I think he moves up. I, I think, yeah, I, I think, or he could be in the same class as his brother. And frankly, 
I really haven't thought that far, but that's just my guess. I really have not thought that far because it, it, what, no, hang on, why? Because I'm just waiting for the actual people to do what they say they're gonna do. Meaning, you think the if Earl Spence moves up, him and Jermail fight? You don't think they'll fight? It's very, very possible. It's very, very possible. It's very, 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 very possible. But I don't think it will happen because fuck waiting. Uh, then he could do it now. Errol is a champion in, in respective belt organizations. He can petition to, to fight Jamel for, for the belts because he's the money guy. He's going to bring that value. He's going to bring – and he wants to be a champion. It, that's it. He wants to fight the smoke. However, there is some friendship discrepancies, I would say, in there. But, I mean, only the, you know, only the future will tell on that. And I mean, I, there's I, reason, to me, there's no reason for that fight not to happen. Me personally, I oh, don't well, yeah, I agree. They should, man. But like, but it's I mean, gonna happen. We can't force people to do anything that we want them to do. And I, I think mean, it's gonna happen after though the however uh, Crawford Spence fight. However, and I think that there's a good chance if I'm picking it right that Crawford wins that fight. And I think that there's a chance that Crawford. Are you Stop. Just, no. just let me let me paste an arrow for you. No, I really don't. Crawford want beats that. Spence, and then Crawford goes to one fifty-four and fights Charlo. If he does that, man, that would be one of the most impressive things in boxing history. Yeah, it would. It, but, he, he would um, be one of the greatest fighters of all time if he does this. If, if he, he does that, if he if he, if he capitalizes, on him, yes, yes. I mean, I, who could deny that? But no, dude, Jamel would beat him tomorrow and the next day and the next time after that. He's too small, and Jamel just finally figured out how good he is because he finally listened to his corner, dude. And he's got knockout power in both hands, dude. He'd fuck that little guy up. Stop. I wish people I would stop working on that. Know. You know, Crawford's very skilled. And, and the thing is that uh, Jamel fights very skilled as well, right? And what thing is, when you have two guys that fight very skilled, it kind of turns into a chess match, right? And it's not really going to – Jamel's not really the kind of guy to use okay. his style. They start swinging on the fences, like just fighting, because Jamel's almost the same styling that way. If he, almost he'll is. Fall, yeah, you're right. No, you're he'll right. fall back on that because, like, he loves his power. If he does that, he will knock out Terrence Crawford, uh, like – I think, very, I, I think I, both I think, of them honestly have a chance that, to knock each other out. on the timeline like that, I, I think we're reaching. We need to stop. But hey, it could happen. I'm not saying it can't happen, but like... Why, but why are we reaching? Because, man, like... Yeah, th that's what I was going to say before that. Because, look, man, like... I finally, uh, you know... I, I kind of figure what it is now, and this is why people get really upset, man, because, like, I am... I think I understand the business of boxing. And what that means is that matters the most and the do the money matters and it will always matter. It's always mattered and it's going to continue to matter. So fuck our thoughts, fuck our feelings, fuck our crystal balls. It does not matter. Boxing's only going to go what the money tells it to do. So, and you throw some more details in there, some details in there, like, look, man, like, let's just talk about, we can talk about the belts real fast. Like right now, three and four, are respectively on the PBC side in the welterweight division and the uh, 54 division. They have them, they have them all. I think as an entity, they're not going to risk that, risk those belts, even when and if guys move up and transfer it over. Like they they don't want to lose those to any other entity. So that stuff matters, man. And we all know how I know how corrupt those things are. I know, I know, I know. The good guys are in bed with the bad guys, and the bad guys are in bed with the good guys. I say this all the time. What I'm, what I'm really saying and why I bring that up is like, look, we can't ever discount that when we're even 
talking about our opinions and uh, what we think what would happen or, you know, when we're arguing, you know, and we're sparring back and forth. Like, I think that overall, like, really needs to be there. And, and at one time, I would say at the beginning of like our, our spaces, that was a, a focal point, but I think we've ventured off. But what brings it back into play for me and the reason why I've been such a stickler on this stuff is because the Spence Crawford is a prime example. Even what Canelo has been able to do and be successful, man, it's because he has that blessing to afford him. He can, he has options. Like people really up and think that stuff is easy. And like, just because we say we want to put it out there, we want it. No, no, no. Like Stephen E. No, I'm saying that I'm saying what I'm saying is what I said about him and is that that stuff brings the business right back into the, the focal point. Like I'm going to add a Broadway for sure um, to the foyer. So um, I just don't want to forget about that, man, because like that's real. That That's what it is, man. And whether I like that or not, like I, I'm probably generally going to always go with that, that bet over, over, uh, over ours. Oh, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? My bad. My mic up. Blood. Yeah. I can hear you. All right, what up, Broadway? Welcome to the show, my friend. What's going on, man? You I'm know, telling you, Clever is—he's uh, talking boxing business right now. He's talking the business of boxing, and I've really gotten into the business of boxing lately. But I, I don't. Uh, Clever said that the money—I don't. Clever, where were you going with the money part, though? Like, were you saying that Spence? What, what, part, what does that have part, to do with Spence? What part? What part? What part? Right now, you were just saying about the money. You were saying that no, the money of boxing a business. No, what I was saying was that, like, uh, yes. I think the Spence Crawford saganess that has brought the 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 uh, the the money stuff back into the to the to the foyer here, right back to the smack down the middle, and Pete and we all have an opinion on it, of course, and um, uh, I don't want to discredit anyone. Like we all think something of that. However, what I'm saying is, boxing is going to do what the money tells it to do. So. I, I have not forgotten that. I, I think I did at one point for a little bit, but like, you know, you got, I say, I always say this too. Like you got to take the good, bad and ugly all the time, man. We can't just take the good. We can't just focus on the bad and we sure as heck uh, can't worry about the ugly. We just got to, you know, be prepared for it. Probably. What, what, how are you feeling about right now? Spence Crawford, are you feeling positive with the Dan Rayfield report? Or are you, I mean, to be honest, I think it happens. I, I, I uh, you know, like they say, no news means that you know that they negotiate. You know, if if, and the thing is, is like, let's say the fight don't happen. Neither has an obvious, mon- a big money fight. Like it's not like, you know, like when Mayweather wasn't fighting Pacquiao, right? But then he fought Cotto, and then he fought Mosley, and then or maybe not in that order. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He still had these other big money fights. Uh, you know, Pacquiao was fighting Bradley and a couple other guys. Maybe maybe he didn't have as many uh, good options on his side of the street. But my point is, if Crawford doesn't fight, and Crawford and Spence don't fight each other, uh, Spence is not fighting Jamel Charlo. They got the same trainer. They're friends. I don't see uh, that fight. I don't see why that would happen. But okay, I'll, 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 I'll. I mean, they're friends, you know, and they have the same trainer. So, like, I think that would complicate stuff. Jermel has said he wouldn't fight him. Spence, he did say he would fight him, but if one guy is unwilling, then the fight won't happen. <laughs> but it's hard to say, you know, like, okay, let's just say, like, you're saying, like, oh, we're friends, we ain't gonna fight, and then the other guy's saying, like, yeah, I'll fight him. 
you know, no one's that good of a friend where they're just kind of like, and especially the Charles, right? Like they're pretty emotional guys. Uh, they're not going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm good with this guy. Just keep saying he'll fight me. No, but, but I, I, my, my point is, my point is, even if he does fight Jamel Charles, and Jamel Charles is a great fighter, undisputed fighter. That's not a big money fight. Like, no disrespect to Jamel, but like, that's a fight that does okay numbers, but he, well, he sold how many tickets he sold in California when he forecast on you? I think it actually ended up being a good gate. I think it ended up being a good gate. But Broadway, let me let me just challenge just, that really, I, I, really fast. Hold on, clever. Hold on. I just hate talking the business of boxing, man. I like talking the actual breaking it down. And <laughs> do I think the fight is gonna happen? I hope so. But I'm just tired of this shit. Yo, it's been it's been what three, four years just asking for this fight, and now they got us on pins and needles. Yo, just announce that shit. That's I think it's about to get announced. I think it's about to get announced. Um, I think that they're really they announce it tomorrow. I'm tired of waiting. Yeah, I think they're close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the only one, man. But the challenge I, I was trying to address just a moment, see, that's kind of where like I was going with my whole little uh, thought process about the business of boxing. You see, Spence, you see, that bandwagon is here, dog. He is the money guy. So when he when he moves up, it's going to be a big fight. Now. The Jamel stuff, it could happen. And if it and when if it if does happen, that's a big fight, man. People are gonna pay for that. That's a big, big fight. As big, what do you mean big? What do you mean big? What do you I'm sorry? Big? What do you mean big? Pay-per-views. Give me pay-per-view numbers. Yeah, what do you mean? Or like, I mean, see, I'm not even thinking that far. I just know that it's a big fight because Arrow is the money guy now. Six hundred K. I, I wouldn't again. I, I, I'm not thinking. Well, I'm just saying. That. I'm curious what he's saying. I'm curious what he means by. Well, he, first off, he doesn't do six hundred thousand. He That's does. So you know, if I'm guessing, like he does. Uh, uh, I, I would. I would say like he's peaking at like 320, 300 yeah. in, in that range, especially as of late in the last two times that he's fought. Um. So uh, so, so he's got that, and he's got. The, the, the big name guys and, and real smoke and Brian Castano who beat him in the amateurs. If he decides to fight that guy, uh, that's, that's also big money as well for both guys. Um, whoever wants top guy in that. And then of course that leads to him doing further things. My point is since he is the money guy like that, there is a, um, there is a uh, blueprint and also a plan for him. Like Steven has a plan for him. They have a plan for him. He also has a little, a little say in that. Um, Crawford's let me, let me, a little different. Let me, Go ahead. Let me, just, let me just get into this real quick. Okay. And I, I get Broadway saying, and I, I, this is what I'm going to. No, but one more thing, too. One more thing, too. Like, I know that's very weighty, and I know no, that's no, very haughty. No. And no, no, me? hang on. Like, I know that stuff is annoying because it, it's it's forever so complex. And, and really, when we start picking our favorites and things like that, I mean, the list can go forever. But let me let me yeah, simplify. Like, it. I can simplify it right now. Why why Crawford Spence is next? Let me simplify it. The highest ceiling. If you're gonna go a fight that it. has the highest wait wait wait. If the fight that has the highest ceiling, right, as far as pay per view buys, is Crawford Spence. That's the only reason why Crawford will get. Wait, let me yeah, let you go. Let me let me go. If you're yeah. talking about the reason why the split is even debatable, right? It's today announced Crawford, uh, Bowman said they want a 50 50 split, whatever they want, right? It, they're probably not going to get a 50 50 split. But the reason why that's debatable, right, is only because this fight is the only fight for Crawford, I mean, for Spence, that has the highest ceiling, okay? There's no fight that has a higher ceiling besides Canelo than this fight. So, what since this fight is the highest ceiling of pay per view buys, 
that's why this fight's going to happen. And that's why Crawford has a uh, negotiating room because he says you can't make a fight bigger than this unless you're going to go up three weight classes to fight Canelo. And yeah, you ain't going to do that anytime soon. So this fight right here is your biggest fight that you could possibly have. That's okay, why he has make you mad. Okay, I'm going to make you mad. And, and real fast on Broadway. And then Broadway is going to be sick when I say this. Okay. This is where this is where uh, the, the illusion comes in that we want to just up and forget the business of boxing. The biz- we say it's a big fight. We say it's going to be 600000 no, no, no. We say, wait, hang on. We say he's going to get all that money. Dude, the guys who were putting on the show said, no, it's not. And that's based off the data from both guys. That's yeah, no, what I, I didn't didn't say, I didn't say it's, it's not a guarantee. It's the biggest, actually, it's one of the biggest gambles in boxing history. It's whoever throws this pay per view. So you don't why would they could... play around with that okay. then, Ezra? No, 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 no. Hang on. Why would they play around with? No, 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 no. Why would they gamble that? Because potential. Because potential. Oh no, that's why everybody gambles. That's why. That's why Fury Wilder was a gamble, and and the second one was even a gamble. Wilder's a very rich man. He was very. He's richer after Tyson, but he was way rich before that. No, 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 no. He's rich. No, no, he's rich. But you think that was an event profitable? Ever heard Wilder bragging about money? Have you ever no, heard no. him say he needs but money? Not, but you're talking about Wilder. You're talking about the fighter. I'm talking about what, what did the network make for that fight? So you're talking about the fighter. What did he make? Yeah, he made good because the network took a gamble on it. But the network did, didn't make good on that fight. Okay, Because that fight didn't sell what they expected it to sell. For all the advertising they put into it, it didn't sell what they expected. All these fights are gambles. You, the, you all know, these are risks. You ahead, know, the, the biggest risk with this is is the, the guarantee. Like, yo, yeah. Crawford. Crawford been getting some high guarantees. Now he's going into his big money fight. You can't expect him to not expect to have a higher guarantee. That's really where the risk lies. And you know, Spence is going to be like, all right, well, if let's say Crawford wants $10 million, I'm making up that number. I have no inside source that that's what he wants, but let's just say Spence is going to want either equal or greater than that. So now you have a $20 million $20 million fucking Guaranteed. fight. And then, you know, to recoup, like, I don't, I don't know how many, how many pay-per-view buys do they need? I, I have no idea, but you know, a lot. Yeah, need a rough, probably like, like rough 500K, I think. 500K. Yeah. You need 500K. Damn. And, and I don't think that fight does 500K. I, I think, think honestly, I, it, I, if he told me he did 300 or he told me he did a million, I believe you either way. No, I, 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 buy, I could buy either one. I've been saying 450. I mean, I, 500 is, I guess, doable. But I, I've been, I've been on records in 450. I want to pull up a little like calculator here. Now, now Broadway. Little... Now I'm with that, and I'm also with what Ezra says. Hopefully, you guys are with me as well. Now that's all good and gravy, like what what you just said there, Broadway sir. That that's that's all fine. But the fact is, gentlemen, they're only dealing with so much money, meaning. Uh, Showtime has only put up between 20 and $30 million for the entire fight card. And that's going to be broken down and given to the fighters. So if one guy, I'm going to put Terrence in the situation, wants more of a guarantee, that affects the entire pot. And that's what no one is talking about. Now I'm going to talk about Errol. Errol has always gotten small guarantees. He makes his money on the back end. This is why he is a star in, in, in form of a pay-per-view guy. When you when you hear that money guy thing, that's what that is. 
I was wrong. It has to do about 300k buys to break even, basically, on the thing. But with the gate, but with the gate, it'd be profitable. So that's not bad. That's not bad. They're both making oh, 10 no. million guarantee. But remember, okay, no, no, no. But remember, no, there's a split. But oh, remember, there's a split. So then that's not even that's not even true. That's not even accurate because you got a split. So then that split will also take from that. So no, they need to do about 500k. Yeah, they need about. 500K. No, no, but wait, wait, wait. Hold on. If we if we take into consideration the gate, then you also got to take into to consideration the international rights as well as the yeah there's a few content, other things you know the yeah, yeah. fucking the 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 shit the the, the wait what, what does that mean brother on, on the what, ring, you know what do you mean what i was saying what does that mean like i don't i don't know where you're going with that like, like I didn't selling hear like selling international the pay-per-view rights tv rights internationally yeah like like let's say uh, england they have to pay uh PBC for the rights to broadcast that fight on Sky their Sports country. Like yeah, so that, that that's another piece of the pie right there. Yeah, I would think 500K would be the number that they would be like, that's the I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, I'm just saying I think we're just reaching a little bit, and, and I just want to pedal back a little bit. Ezra, did you hear what I said, though? There's nothing to disagree, though. No, 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 no. I, I know that. I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm in that but I still think we're reaching because look, they've already put, you know, the numbers there. So this is what they're, they're negotiating about. However, if one guy, like I'm going to say it again, if one guy wants more, that messes up the, every, the whole thing, man. Well, of course. I mean, that's a negotiation, but like I said, the ceiling of the fight but, is but high. I said all that to say this. So why does Crawford deserve a 50, 50? And no, you said, no, 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 but you said, because all this other stuff had been involved. But I'm just, and what I'm ultimately saying is none of that matters if they've already put the number down. No, but here's the thing. With a fight, right, when you go to negotiate something, right, you, you can use multiple strategies to negotiate. You can use past performances. You can use a history of what you do, all these things, right? But what this one is just potential. That's all he's going to negotiate is with potential. This fight's potential could be a million pay-per-view buys if it's promoted correctly. Right. And that's what Showtime thinks, too. Showtime thinks if we promote this correctly, we think we have uh, we think we have the right fight that could do about 800. I, I think they do. No, but I think they do. They're not coming to the table unless they think they have that. They think they have that. Right. Now, they think the they're, they're, they, it's all risk reward. Right. What, what's the risk here? Oh, we could possibly do 300K. OK, what are we going to lose? Maybe we don't lose that bad. If the minimum if the guarantees aren't that bad, maybe we don't lose that bad. But we can also potentially make 800,000 pay-per-view buys. Right. And then we'll make a killing of money. So it's all it's all potential and risk of what you're doing. So because there's a high ceiling for this fight, and we all feel that way, no one really knows what this will do. That's why we're all talking about it. No one's 100% sure what this fight will do. I'll tell you one of the risks. That's what he's negotiating with. I'll tell you one of the risks. This is what I'm saying. We want to just act like the, the business of boxing with all its shit that it has to offer us. I know you don't want to hear that, Broadway. I know that's not sexy, but I'll, I'll give you one risk. Again, Arrow is Arrow is Showtime's cash guy right now. For let's just talk about for this fight, he's their cash guy right now. They don't want to risk a loss with him. They don't want to risk a loss and and this guy taking their belts and taking it elsewhere because he's not signed to anyone. They don't want to well, risk. Them. Well, you don't know that. They don't know that they don't sign. I know that uh, very offers for and a three fight deal. Dude, the belts have been on the welterweight. Yeah, but I'm saying you don't know they don't sign offer for a three fight deal. You don't know if they don't sign up for a three fight deal. You don't know if they sign up for a two fight deal. It's a little too late for that. Why? <laughs> the reason why, why, I, that? reason why I say that, it, well, actually, it's not because yeah. 
no, no, I'm kind of ahead of myself. Like we heard before even this year started that, that they wanted to get this guy some more fights and he declined them. Um, and, but no, screw that now, because if he wants Jamal Charlo or anyone else, all the smoke and money, big money is with the PBC. So he would have to fight these guys. So if you guys want this fight to sell a million, million pay-per-view buys, I got a simple solution. Just put Michelle Rivera, Elvis Rodriguez, <laughs> all of the diamonds on that undercard. And I guarantee you it sells 1.5 million pay-per-view. Probably, unless you're buying that bad million. boy a million times. I don't know about that, man. I, well, I, have, my, I have my doubts. Bro, bro, I, I, I don't... You, you all understand sarcasm? Well, the snake no, I get you. No, I get you. <laughs> the I just got to promote my guy. No, I get you. Man. I get you. I, I can see Michelle Vera on the undercard. Honestly. Yo, but by the way, did you see uh, 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 WBA? They they used my picture with, with uh, Hector Luis Garcia and Alberto. Did Boy. they really? Yeah, on their website. They put a picture. You know, I, I don't know if you saw the picture where I got them holding the flag and I'm like hugging both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they posted it on their uh, oh, on, on their uh, yeah the website like oh yeah Dominicans are trying to take over boxing or something like that. I'll, I'll read the exact like the exact title right now, so I'm not like talking out of my ass. Did you tweet it? Yeah, I read. I, I tweeted it. Yeah. Oh, so there you go. F- go find it on my Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then click the link that I retweeted. Yeah. It was like in case I think I retweeted it and wrote in case you doubt that I'm the voice of Dominican boxing. I told you I've said it from the beginning. What was that? I said it from the beginning, man. You're the voice of Dominican boxing. I said yeah. it from the beginning. I've always believed it. Nah, nah, and it's the truth. I, you know, it's funny. Yesterday I was on a Dominican boxing podcast talking Spanish. Really? Yeah. Well, who runs that? I, I I never I never interacted with this dude. Uh, and then, like, I want to say, like, two weeks ago, I found this, uh, I found his uh, Instagram. So I just went over there and I was like, yo, I'm the voice of Dominican boxing. And he kind of took it like I was trying to brag. And he's like another bu- Dominican, but he does his in Spanish. So he, I, I think I came at him, came at him the wrong way. But then, uh, you know, I DM'd him. I was like, yo, bro, like, let's do a collab one day. I want, I want to have you on my channel. And he kind of was like, yeah, yeah, like, we'll see. And that's as far as we took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every now and then I would just comment on one of his pictures or, or on Instagram, and then he went live and he put up a link. So I pulled up and uh, yo, we chopped it up for like an hour. And he was like, "Yo, come on anytime." Like he, you know, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I gotta have you on my channel. We, we, I want to just talk Dominican boxing with you." But we had a really dope conversation. That's dope. That's really dope. You you, yeah. you found the tweet? Yeah, I found it right here. I'm trying to hit the link though to make the picture bigger, but it doesn't. It's not a link. It's just like a. I don't know. No, like, I can't. No, no, no. Well, well, that's a picture. But I, I, the tweet right before I retweeted it. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. Oh, right here, obviously. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, I'm like an old man looking at a computer. I, I was hitting that picture for like five times right now. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Let's come screenshot this bad boy real quick. Yeah, nah, man. I was like, oh, shit. Like, uh, I'm on the w- – and, and I'll be talking shit about the WBA on my page. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to talk good about them now. Yeah, boy, That's the picture right there. Put, put, to put the Dominican Republic on top. Yeah, I'm like, 
Yo, they ain't even like I'm about to copyright strike that. Where did they get that picture from? Yeah, that's a good point. Where the hell did they get that? I picture mean, I from? put it up on Twitter and and on my Instagram, so you could just rip it from there. I don't know. Oh, I get, I get you, get you. I mean, not, not that I care. If anything, no, 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 no. The WBA rep, Broadway, hell yeah. <laughs> Yo, but hell I'm yeah. killing the W. Well, honestly, I haven't, I haven't been putting up videos. I got a lot going on, bro. Like, let I, me say this. Let me say this. Like, look, man, like. I like the belts. The belts matter. Uh, the problem is, given, you know, I keep saying this, got to take the good, bad, and ugly. Given, sorry, there's so much noise. Uh, given all that, man, they just, it makes it really hard uh, to find out who the best boxers are or who's facing who. That's the problem, I think. You're saying with the belt system? Yes. Yes. They yeah, make it very hard to find out who's the best. You guys know me. I say scrap them all. Let's just start from the beginning. Let's start over again. Let's and then also, like, since the WBA is the oldest, I'm kind of a big history buff guy. Like, I, that's like my favorite belt, you know, because I was like, that's the first ever commission, like, boxing belt that that uh, rewarded champions. You know, it's like the first trophy. So. Now, I don't know enough about the belts. I'll never complain to be an expert. But is it the WBA, like, one of the worst ones? Or are they good? Are they good? Yeah. As it, far it, as corruption goes, that's... yes. They're corrupted, right? Actually, okay, no. What are we, are we really going to say that? No, they're all corrupt. No, they're all corrupt. They're it, all trust corrupt. me. If you ever my podcast, that's all I say. They're all corrupt. No, but I'm w just curious. The WBA is the worst of the worst of the worst. That might be the worst company in sports, period, let alone boxing. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah, I, I, there needs to be a new system. The closest we came recently to someone creating a new belt with kind of going under the radar was the Ali Trophy in the those tournaments they were having. The World Series. Uh, what is it called? The um, World yeah, I would just say that's a tournament, though. As just a no, tournament. no, I know. No, no. But I'm saying that's the closest we came to someone creating a belt because these promotions can't create belts. They don't allow them to. That was a sneaky way of almost creating a belt and a system of kind of going around the belts. That was a little sneaky way of doing it. But, yeah, because PBC has tried to create their own belt system. Everybody got pissed about that. There was a little uh, legalities about it. But yeah, that, that's because this bounce system doesn't work. They need to rethink this. We need to retool it. And hopefully the fighters just stop caring about that. That's what I'm hoping. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of tournaments, man. I remember there was a Bantamweight tournament back in the, like, 2000, like, I want to say 13, Showtime. 14. Yeah, on Showtime. Yeah. Super 6 Series was also good. Mm -hmm. the, the, those WBSS tournaments at 140 and at Cruiserweight were good. I, I'm a fan of tournaments because – one, you can't pick your opponent, and two, it it, it 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 creates kind of like a playoff atmosphere. Like, oh, the winner of this fight is guaranteed to fight, and the winner of that fight, and then the winners of that fight is gonna fight in the finals against the winners of this. Fight. So it kind of creates a kind of like a March Madness type feel. No, uh, Frank was saying he just wrote, he commented right now. He said, honestly, networks should just create their own belts. And like I said, PBC had that idea; they were gonna create their own belts. Problem with that is. You know what, what do they mean if only a guy on the PBC could win it, right? So, you know, the PBC middleweight champion of the world. Okay, so you know, does that mean he's the best middleweight in the world? No, he's just the best guy on PBC is a middleweight champion. So it gets a little that gets a little tricky. Shit. <laughs> that's, that's what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like you know, intercontinental <laughs> champion for the WWE <laughs> and the AEW TNT champion. It's like one of those things. Nah. But I, there has to be a new system in place. That's why I agree with that 100. I, I like tournaments too. I do like tournaments too. I mean, as much as we complain about this belt system, yo, we getting a lot of unifications, a lot of undisputed fights that we weren't getting before. So 
although things aren't changing in terms of the amount of belts, things are changing in the sense that people are unifying a lot more. Yeah, I also think that the the the, the networks are catching up and the promotions are catching up to the game of, uh, you know, everyone split their own way. So it took a little time to figure out like, okay, we have these group of fighters. We only have these group of fighters. No more HBO, no more Showtime where we can combine uh, promotions, right? We could do all these things. So we got to just work within our means. And they're kind of figuring out the game now of like, how do we get these belts in our system? How do we keep the belts? What's the best strategy? And that's why I see, that's why I think this year has been such an improvement, honestly, in boxing. I think that everyone's kind of figuring out the game of, you know, you got to lock down weight classes in your promotion. Uh, you see promotions focusing on 140 pounds. I want all the guys 140 pounds. You see promotions working on like PBC owns 147. There's just no doubt about it. You can't say another weight class, another network or division or another promotion owns 147 or even has a piece of it. They really don't. Like the only thing you can say is Matchroom has Connor Ben and Golden Boy has Virgil Ortiz. That's it. But everyone else, you know, say that again, Ezra. I'm sorry. The PBC owns 147 pounds. They just do. They own. Well, I said that earlier. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yes, the network been that way for 20 years almost. Like, yeah, but I'm saying, it but these promotions are catching numbers. up to this. The promotions are now not just signing guys. You seen DAZN and Matchroom? They were just signing guys. They would get a guy at 160 pounds, no plan. They get a guy 122 pounds, no plan. Now these guys are saying, no, I need a, a full stable of guys at this weight class. I'm going to focus on this weight class. That'll be my promotion. And you see that now. You see that with 115 pounds of matchroom. You see that with uh, 135 pounds. Well, that's kind of like a wage war, but top rank kind of really made a move for 135. 140, I think PBC and top rank are battling that out. You see, though, they're focusing on one set weight division. They focus on weight divisions now instead of just signing guys and not having a plan for them. Fucking Eddie Hearn, man. Damn. Um, kind of pedaling back to the uh, the tournaments, the real winner there is time because that stuff lasts forever. And then um, also you can actually – you can still be fighting your professional career as well on the side if need What's be. That? Wait, what's that? What's that? I was saying that the real winner there is time because that stuff lasts forever. Like uh, like the recent WBSS, like that was almost oh, – oh, yeah, that was yeah. almost like 18 months. That was almost two years, man. That was awesome. Like yeah, it's going that, forever. And we got yeah, that, so that, many that, unifications uh, in there. I mean that's how Josh Taylor became a name. Yeah, became, yeah. You know, it was working, but it just uh I don't know why it just I guess they just couldn't we're having a hard time getting the money, so there would be like the next round, they weren't sure if they could pay the guys. It just I don't know, it just didn't get nothing. Well the promoters it. weren't involved, that's all. Yeah, so it's tough. Really, it's tough to there's do. No business, man. Uh, yeah, that was Marcel Frank like, says we need a YouTube belt. I agree with that. I don't know why there's not a promotion that just dedicates themselves to YouTube, like just a lower level promotion that just says, I'm gonna be a YouTube, I'm, all of our stuff's gonna be on YouTube. I don't I don't get why they don't do that. That has yeah. to be accessible. Post sparring sessions, like pay guys for sparring and post them. Post their sparring sessions. Like you've seen uh Jake Paul and Hasim Rockland. I guarantee that sparring session has about you know millions of views right now. Yeah, post. man. No, oh, and, and then if you stream and fights on, on YouTube, just be like, yo, we appreciate super chats, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, like, and, uh, that, like, like, there's no way that doesn't work. Like pay whatever you want. We're giving you free fights on YouTube, but if you want to super chat a hundred bucks, twenty bucks, five dollars, two dollars, you know, you're only helping us get more fights on YouTube. Exactly. Exactly. And you could do, like I said, you could do pro fights, you could do spar, you could do sparring sessions, you can even do some high-level amateur fights, all those things, and pay these guys to do it. Oh, I'm about to add my man right here. It's gonna get controversial. I'm already gonna add him right now. Polo, what up? What up, man? What up? Long What's up with you? Long time, long time. We haven't been on this in a while. 
Right. I'm on vacation right now. I'm, I'm in Mexico, but I was like, God, I'm not doing anything. So I decided to hop on. What part of Mexico did you go to? Mexico City. All right. Is that where your family is from? No, I'm just here because I have a family member um, that lives here. So I'm just here for the meanwhile. Then I'm going to move around. Damn. Yo, and I had hit you up tomorrow. I, I wanted you on my channel to, uh, for the good stoppage, bad stoppage. I DM'd you. You never responded to me. You treated me like my Left me on red, bro. What's up? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. But come on, I got you. I was on vacation, bro. I got. Um, I gotta see because it depends. Are you gonna do it like the same time you, you normally go on? Four o'clock. No, he goes on like at it's six at or seven p.m. Eastern. I don't know what. what What's Mexico City? What time on? is that in Mexico? I just say um, yeah, we're in Central Time, but yeah. So that's like six, right? Yeah. But I'm gonna be up and around, so like if I'm if someone right. with good connection, I'll hop on because you know the connect. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool, cool. Polo, what happened? You were you were on my podcast basically for every week. You were the unofficial co-host of the podcast, and then out of nowhere, I can't seem to find you. No, I got you. I'm gonna hop in. But what happened? You're going live on Monday. You I go live started. twice a week now. I go live twice a week now. I go oh, Monday I and I go Thursday. See, uh, Broadway yeah. been giving me. He was like, "Hey, you need to get on here more." He's like, "I don't know when you're posting, right?" And then once Broadway said that, he got he lit a fire under me, and I was like, "All right, I'm about to be going live. Okay. Any chance I had to go live, I'll go live." <laughs> How did you like your guy Blair Cobbs, man? He was looking like Marcus with those counter that's, punches, man. That's Broadway's guy. Broadway got Broadway got behind Blair Cobbs at the right time because now Blair Cobbs apparently, you know, is is you know a tough fight for Connor Bennett. I I, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't know that was no, coming. No. He definitely is, man. He definitely is. Hey, bro, I got your back. You think he's a tough fight for Connor Bennett? Yes, bro. Yes. The movement, the counter punches. Oh, Did you not see him, bro? He was looking like Marcus <laughs> out there. I thought he I was fought? watching well with like Marcus. <laughs> yeah, I had him look like Marcus. Counter punching, I'm like, oh, I, man. He, uh, yeah, I don't agree with that at all. Um, he fought a guy that was not in there mentally for like the first four rounds. And, and then when the guy got problem. it, no, oh, no, it's not his problem. You're right, 100%. Not even an excuse, right? It's not even an excuse. But he wasn't there mentally for the first four rounds. When the guy worked his way into it in the middle of the fight, he started landing kind of decent shots. And honestly, I thought that uh, him, Blair Flair, being in shape in the fight kind of saved him, you know, to for the, to get past the finish line of that fight. But, yeah, I mean, he looked good. Uh, I think he caught Maurice Hooker at the right time. I'm, I'm not mistaken on how good Blair Flair is. He's the entertaining. I want to see more of him. He's always entertaining. He's always sells a good fight. But I'm not, to me, I am not confused in saying that he's competing now with a guy like uh, Connor Ben. I think Connor Ben is him times 10. No, I think I think Blair has a chance to upset him. And I'm telling you, man, after that performance, they might not look his way unless they're trying to get that name. But, nah, Blair, Blair Cobbs is a tough fight for Connor Ben. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't agree with that. What do you think, Tell me, man. Those counter punches, man. Listen, I, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Blair Cobbs fan, but I, like not because I think he's gonna be the next great thing. I just like his personality, and he did not look like Juan Manuel Marquez. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he would not be uh, uh what's his name Connor Ben. I think I think he's very wild at times. Like his technique needs to be worked on very much he's not very crisp with his punches he was throwing a lot of loopy punches and you know another thing he does is uh he moves without a purpose a lot of the time he kind of just moves just to move and he's not very uh methodical with his movement he's kind of just all over the place yeah karma serene <laughs> says you're trolling polo um i'm never sure when you are trolling 
So she could be right, and she, she could be dead wrong too. I'm never sure when you are trolling. I'm, I, hey, I, I feel the same way with you with Genevieve. <laughs> that's I'm that's fair. Right. That's a fair. That's a fair, fair response right there. That's no, but bro, but to compare, compare his performance to Juan Manuel Marquez. No, that's that has to be trolling. That's I, wow. I, yeah, that, that was a stretch. That was a stretch. But come on, man, like. I'm trying to uplift the guy here, man. I'm not trying oh, to bring him down. Bro, they say somebody else. <laughs> I just added a uh, Frank. Oh, hey, welcome to the show, man. Thanks What's up, Easy? What do you feel about this Blair the Flair? You know, uh, I'm glad this has turned into a Blair the Flair space. Honestly, I might re- rename this bad boy. But Blair is a—he's B minus. You know what though? He works hard. That's what I'll say. He really he does. tries his absolute best, which he's you can't the guy say that for makes a lot of guys. Basketball team out of hustle. You remember? Yep. Alfonso Gomez. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Blair is, is probably a shade under Alfonso Gomez because Alfonso gave a lot of top guys decent fights. You know, but Even Canelo. I, I, I got to do that good stoppage, bad stoppage. I thought that was Nah, I don't know what, you, what fight you're watching, Broadway. That was – I was at the – that was a, the, a ass whooping. That was not a competitive – Fight man, the only thing competitive was the thing. The thing that he got Canelo at the thing where he got Canelo is in the rap battle. He did win the rap battle. That that Canelo had no answer when they did that rap battle. But Alfonso Cabrera. Oh, you didn't know that? <laughs> nah, I, I didn't know that. Know that He's a rapper. He was a rapper in med school. Like he could, like, he beat Canelo in that rap battle. Like he was dissing him, calling him a fucking ginger. He said he got that dog. <laughs> yeah, he beat Arturo Gaddy. Yeah, legend. He guy. beat a Hall of Famer. Think about that. Oh yeah, yeah. And Canelo yeah, made caught, him. He definitely, he definitely caught uh, a truck out at the right time. I'll give you guys that. What was that? Uh, a way higher that, weight man. than Arturo should have ever been. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. Arturo Cotty, Arturo Cotty was at the downside of his career at this point. But, but, but let, okay. Let's let's think about this though. Let's say in a year or two, you know, some of these 100, 140 pounders uh, decide to move up with the name. That's a name that you could say, okay, you know, I'm going to come up. We can do a zone, a zone undercard and you get Blair the player. And what if he beats one of those guys just because no, no, he's... Yeah, no, Blair the player deserves opportunities. No doubt about it. He deserves opportunities because he sells a fight. He talks a lot. He talks his way into a lot of those opportunities already. Yeah, 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 uh, I'm not mistaken that he's not going to beat any top guys. I oh, no, no. I'm saying he could be a, a spoiler for a lot of yeah, guys coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. The way Alfonso was to like a Gotti. Ezra, Ezra, to me, he looked like Roberto Duran. On that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, 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 so you're telling me Alfonso Gomez has Hall of Fame wins, but Errol Spence doesn't? There's no wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. First of all, first of all, Alfonso Gomez doesn't have any Hall of Fame wins. Arturo Gotti's in the Hall of Fame. Arturo Gotti's in the Hall of Fame. Okay, Arturo he beat. That's like saying that when Camacho beat Sugar Ray Leonard, that's a Hall of Fame win. Hey, that it's is not a Hall of Fame win. No, it's not a Hall of Fame win. That's not the same guy that got in the Hall of Fame. Okay, that's the uh, a broken down person that was that's going in the Hall of Fame. That's like fighting the Hall of. That's like fighting his Hall of Fame statue. That's what he fought. Was his Hall of Fame statue? Yeah, a lot of guys. How many losses does Julio Cesar have? (laughs) Hey, he he beat a Hall of Famer. He beat a Hall of Famer. Even even Joker said Gotti was a tomato can, and he's right. And that's okay, not a race. And that's not a racist Italian joke. I don't want anyone to think that is. That's not a racist Italian. Oh, wait a minute. Joke. Wait a minute. I don't think that's. I, I don't. That's think not true. Yeah, Gatti, that's not true. Gotti was a good fighter. Now, no, he, no, 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 no. At the point he fought Alfonso Gomez. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah no, no, no. At the point he fought Alfonso Gomez, he was no longer a good fighter. Yeah. No, he was washed up. That's he was I'm supposed saying. to beat that's Alfonso. Funny. It just was too big of a yeah. weight. 
Yeah, he was supposed to beat him. That's fine. He's supposed to beat him. He was washed at that point. He was not. It's because Alfonso Gomez was not rated so high that yes, it was a chance that old Arturo Gotti was going to use him as a tune-up. There was a yeah, chance it was that. close. That's how it was. Yeah, to yeah, go. yeah. But it was, <laughs> Gotti wasn't a high level at that point. No, no one was mistaking Gotti for you know. But honestly, I don't think Gotti. Honestly, I don't even think Gotti belongs in the Hall of Fame. I'll be honest with you on that too. I don't think it belongs. That's, that's no. a different story. That's a different story. That's sacrilege, easy. No, 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 no. He's he's a guy that's had. Notable fights. He's entertaining. I'll give him that. But he was never, 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 never no, yeah. that level yeah. of a fighter. He was never that level of a fighter. I agree. I agree with you, Ezra. I'm with you. That's what he that's meant to the sport is how I, why he, he I got like in. in it. Like, or just for like, you know, uh, I, I don't know, emotional purposes. But if you ask him, like, no, no, or for accomplishments, nah, he don't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, it wasn't one of the best things UFC did in the boxing should copy this. Is they have fights that enter the Hall of Fame, right? A fight can enter the Hall of Fame. Well, so maybe it's not. So they should get a Tro Gotti's fight to enter him in the Hall of Fame. But a Tro Gotti himself, as his career, should not be Hall of Fame. Yeah, Damn, that's painful. That's painful, man. So you're cold. It's just, I, I understand we're a fan of the guy. You know, he's entertaining. I give him that. But yeah, I'm not going to say he's a Hall of Famer. I can't do that. Hmm. Bad take, but yeah, I understand. Yo, it's just a cold, it's just a cold individual, man. To get in this Hall of Fame, you have to put in work, man. Arturo Gotti gave us uh, amazing nights, more uh, uh, memorable fights. What's his best win? Um, Ivan Robinson, wasn't it? Ivan Robinson, exactly. Ivan Robinson's never really be anyone. Ivan Robinson was a lot of guys' best win because he never be anyone at a high level. Well, at I the mean, time, Ivan Robinson was like considered what a Shakur would be right now because Gotti was at the 135. And he never, but okay, but if you beat him, right, and he never turns out to be anything, it's like Jeff Lacey, right? Jeff Lacey was considered to be something, right, but never be anyone, never really earned his name to be anything. Kazagi beats him. That age gets worse over time. It don't get better. It, the best it was at the moment it happened. And then over right, time, but that's what I'm saying. At the time, at the, yeah, time, at the time, it would the, have been... Like, because you got to look at what Gotti is. He's like, he would be like with a Valdez, a slow foot kind of so guy. The icon said Ivan beat him. No. Actually, I, I think I remember too. Ivan did beat him. Did they rematch? Yeah. And then Gotti beats him in the rematch. I thought his best win was, I may have been wrong. I thought his best win was That's Ivan Robinson. Let me pull up Arturo Gotti. I think I beat him twice. Ivan did beat him twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn. So what is his best win then? Let me see. <laughs> so Mickey Ward? No, yeah, no, so no. You're telling, me, you're telling me he lost twice to the guy you thought was his best win. Who isn't somebody who we think is like great? He beat Joey Gamash, which is a come on. If that's your best one, you definitely don't. (laughs) Let me see. I'll try. Let me see. Uh, Gabriel (laughs) Rosales. Gabriel Rosales. He beat Gabriel. That was a good win. That was a good win. Okay, I remember Um, that. A lot of great names on here, brothers. Let's see here. Tracy Harris Patterson. I'm not familiar, but they're 54 and three at this point. I don't know. It's gonna take a deep dive. It's gonna take a deep dive to make a case for him, but he's not a Hall of Famer. Tracy Patterson, that's Floyd Patterson's son. Was he a high level fighter? I'm not. I'm not familiar with him. He's a former world champion. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, he loses to he loses to Angel Man Freddie. He loses to Ivan Robinson twice. Loses to Delahoya. Beats Ward. Loses the loses the award, then beats Ward, then beats Ward. Yeah, no, this is not a Hall of Fame career. I, I'm I'm very comfortable saying that. Yo, well, I guess that I remember. I I'm looking now. Yeah, Wilson Rodriguez was supposed to be a, a young up and comer. Like that was a huge fight. Wilson Rodriguez, my Dominican brother, 
Uh, shout out to him, man. He was supposed to be a superstar, right? He was good, man. He was a good, good. Yeah, fan. that would not. I mean, you know, my memory is refreshing. Yeah, Wilson Rodriguez was like next up, and Gotti, that was an upset. No, yeah, and Wilson Rodriguez was winning that fight, and you know, Gotti just turned up. He, you know, that Dominican curse kicked in, man. He's got eyes. <laughs> gas is out. Gas is out. Hey, what's the curse? The gas is not right. They'll win the six rounds and losing like the ninth by stoppage. That's the curse, man. That's the Dominican. You know, and, and Gotti that, was hey, bro, that better not happen. That better not happen to Garcia and Puello, man. They got two important fights, man. At least one of them. And Gotti was the you coronation for Floyd. I gotta be honest. I, I gotta be honest. Angel Manfredi has a better case for the Hall of Fame than Trogani. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wrong to see he beat up Trogani. Like, I, Angel Manfredi might be in the Hall of Fame. Does honestly. anybody play boxing games? Like, he was in every game. And yeah, he was. He was a fight night. Angel Manfredi, he was a fight night. He just gets mashed. <laughs> I, I also thought that was a bad stop. When he fought Floyd, Floyd was oh, just. No, no, Floyd was putting it on him against the ropes. It was like. Ten no, unanswered shots. No, but yeah, but it was a lot of like not punches land. Okay, when you do that one for bad stoppage, I'm have to do that one with you. Yeah, I that have was to be a quick one too. It's a two round fight, I think. So, yeah, it's it, it, yeah, two rounds. Might even be the first round, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I I just thought like yeah, he was hurt, but like a lot of the punches that Floyd. You talking about Gotti? I, I no, no, no. He's talking about Manfredi. And Manfredi. Oh, Manfredi. Okay. QEP says that was a bad stoppage. I don't agree with you guys at all on this one because he's just completely against I, the ropes I, getting I, hit well, with well, shots. Ezra, don't watch it. Don't. don't I won't. I won't. It. I'm going to stay completely blank of it. Just all my memory. That's all going to be my memory. Yeah, no, because I'm going off memory yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But it was a bad stoppage. You know, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I get, I get, you know, I, I listen, I, I want everybody to go home to their family. I want all, all the fighters safe. But at the same time, it's a championship fight. You know, if somebody gets stunned and he's not quite in danger of, you know, getting hurt seriously, let him continue to fight. That's facts. He, if you, I don't know, just off my memory, uh, honestly, as the more I think about it, it went from five straight shots to 10 straight shots to I think it was 20 straight shots against the ropes. It was like, I remember it was something like that, where it was just like, he's just not doing anything. No, it was. <laughs> no, no, you're right. It was like 20 shots, but like not, like four landed. Let's see. Uh, Danny says it was a good stoppage. So we got, we got, we got, it's it's a good one for your show. It's a perfect one for your show. Yeah, we we have a debate here. We got to do that one. We got to do that one. Tomorrow, I was I was a fan of Angel Manfredi. He had the evil side and the good side on his body with tattoos. I was. I thought he was. A, I thought he was a good character. Yo, tomorrow, really looking forward to the good stoppage, bad stoppage tomorrow with with uh with Tyson versus Razor Ruddick one. Uh, who, who, who you gonna have on there? Who's who's hopping on the panels? Uh, I, he uh, Huey P. He's he's not able to hop on. Well, I, I I'm not excited for who's gonna watch it with me. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I, I like the characters. I like the cast of characters around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, King, 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 uh, I haven't got confirmation. The only one that's confirmed with me is King P. Uh, the truth was down today. I got the text. Yeah, I know. He, he was down today, but uh, I don't think he can make it tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, so far I just got King P. So it may just be us two, but, again, it's we still got time to see if people want to do it. But, uh, hey, do you guys yeah. – Do you guys? Um, I just had some kombucha tacos, man. They were so good. The what? The clean tacos, Kumburo tacos, man. They sell them everywhere. Yep. I don't think I'm familiar with this. What is that? 
It's the tacos that make you test positive, like Canelo. Oh, okay, okay. What the hell are you guys talking about? You said clean no, I mean, tacos. Yeah, I want to clean. No, I'll send you some tacos, man. You want some tacos? I'll send you some clean tacos. Special. <laughs> Yo, I'm excited for this weekend, man. My man Teofimo, he could definitely take over. Yeah, he can make that 140 pound division. Yes, buddy. Hey, hey, don't be surprised. Let me ask y'all, man. Why, why, why why do people hate him so much? I like him. You ever hear him talk? I mean, I I think I think you ever hear him talk? I mean, I think that's pretty explainable one right there. Broner was the same way. People didn't hate Broner that much. Broner says it's entertaining though. Broner was worse. No, but he's entertaining at least. Like you laugh. When he talk, when Teal talks, I'm not entertained. I'm just like, what the hell does this guy just no, say? No, but it's Teal's very athletic. Though. Teal's a monster. I'm telling you, that dude's focused. I'm picking everybody. I want him to be there. Like, if he fights Ryan, I'm a fan of Ryan, but he hurts Ryan. I think he's still – I think he beats Tank right now, man. That dude, like, I was a fan of him. I didn't like that when he went on a fuck you tour, bro. He was basically that's, just – That's what I down. meant. No, but when that dude's focused, man, I see why Broadway mm-hmm. like, dude, that dude is dangerous. Like, you think dude, he'll beat Josh Taylor right now? Paul? Oh, oh I, if, if, we gotta see what he looks like. If he's focused, he could be Josh Taylor, and they fight. So here, he could be Josh. Taylor. Here's what I'm afraid of. Right, this is what I'm afraid of. What I'm afraid of is he's gonna look uh, pedestrian. Yeah, and we're gonna say he's gonna turn into almost like uh, John Jones of sorts, where it's like, well, when John Jones is focused, no one beats him, right? And we're just going to keep saying that for Teal. Like, oh, next fight he'll be focused. He's just getting back to being focused. Oh, whoa, whoa, and it's going to turn into this mythical thing that we're never going to see again. Now, no, I think I that think... I think he has to look good in this fight. I think this is, is a big opportunity for him. And I think that this is a good chance to jump in line at 140. I think he could jump the line at 140. They're going to put him in good spots for some big fights. But if what he looks pedestrian in it, fight, what happens that's the if he looks pedestrian in it, then it's going gonna, it's gonna to really derail a lot of the things and hopes that they have for him. And they're gonna have to take him up slower. And going slower at 140 is tougher. Okay, that's not the that's not what you want. You want to jump line. You don't want to fight guys like Barbosa. You don't want to fight those t- those. They have a 140 has a lot of depth in it. Broadway would tell you because he's always telling me there's a lot of depth at 140. You don't want to go slow at that weight class. You want to jump well, ahead. Well, but, but, but people like to always see like just because we don't know the opponents don't mean they're bombs or like I'm telling that's you. Don't that's what I'm saying. Don't try to come But I think the film was gonna stop him. But I don't want to hear all. Oh, he's like no, nah, because like bro. Campo will give anybody the Campo that I've seen, you know, in past fights, he'll give anybody trouble like a run in a run for their money. But I think Dio's gonna stop him. But I'm saying I'm not gonna talk down because I know who Campo is. It's just just because we don't know them because they're not signed to a top well, ring, to a match room, to a gold boy. Because we've seen well, yeah, guys I'm not, come I'm out of nowhere put. I'm like, not, I'm not talking about I'm not talking the level of competition, but I am talking about, you're right, about the name of it. And if you're going to go watch Teal fight, right, and you're watching a guy that you've never seen, you don't know the name, you're not familiar with, right, and I'm talking about a general audience, they're going to want to see him look impressive. They're going to want to get excited about it. He has and to And if he doesn't impressive. look exciting in it, it doesn't look impressive in it, It's a it, it really de- slows down his push to the top one for it. Really I'm going to make look- a bold statement. He has to look better than <clears throat> he has to look better than how Virgil looked. Yo, yo, no, but that guy has power. I'm telling you, that dude learns like that dude. Yeah, has no, power. I see he's a big boy. He's let a me, big let boy. me see the I one thing about the guys when you fight hey, hey, you know what's hilarious? He's a he was Virgil's sparring partner, so I'm telling you, man, that dude. And I saw the uh, bro, I'm telling you, that dude can punch. So when I, you fight I a guy from Mexico, like a, when you fought, uh, when Mauricio Laura was gonna fight Warrington the first time, right? And you scout him out and you look at his fights, it's hard to tell. 
how good he is because he's fighting another tough guy that could take some brutal shots. If you fight, you know, you find a guy in Mexico, a lot of times you're fighting another guy that could take some brutal shots. It's going to keep coming forward. So when those guys fight each other, you're like, I don't know. He doesn't stand out mm-hmm. or anything like that, right? I never, when I saw Laura, I was like, he has a big left hand, but he doesn't look very good. He, he's he's going to land the left hand. No, I knew, I, knew, I knew. I knew. I I put money. I couldn't find the old tweets. Like, I knew Laura was going to beat him. The thing that, that surprised me is, like, one thing I said, Laura's stronger. And, you know, physically, he was stronger, you know, than Warrington. It's just, I don't want to, but, you know, he's just, you could tell right away, like, yo, he's strong. He looks way physically more athletic than, it's just, he doesn't have a good casting. I told people he's going to knock him out. If this fight goes past four rounds, he's going to get knocked out. And what happened? He got knocked yeah, out. Yeah, I thought, the, I was like, the whole thing with the fight was just, like, can Warrington stand up to the left hook? But I didn't. But Mauricio Lord didn't look good. Like I'm, I'm saying on tape he doesn't look good. On Compa, it could be the same thing. He looks all right on tape, but he looks kind of slow. Sluggish. Like I said, they kind of look that. It's, guys look that way sometimes. Man, if if, the, if this guy knocks up the female, I'm gonna be like, damn. Would that be an upset? Yeah, that'd be a massive upset. Uh, Pedro Compa got stopped by a guy that's 1181. He was dominating that fight though. He was dominating that fight, <laughs> listen, and then he gets caught with a big left hook. He gets caught with a big left hook. Bro, listen, that's he was problem, dominating bro, that fight. Bro. Yeah, that's what I understand. We go and look, but look at the guy that learned. Like, come on, bro. We we can't because they lost to this guy. Like, triangle threes don't work because because we say that. That's what they were saying about Laura. Oh, he lost to this guy, and then they're like, oh, maybe it was because Warrington's layoff. But I'm saying I'm not gonna count Kampa, but I want Theo to win. It's just I don't want to hear the excuse. Oh, he made him like no, because who is Kampa? So like, and, and like you said, the matchmaking in Mexico is way different than here. So like. Like I said, I want to come up, but I think the female needs to stop him to make a statement. It's just yeah, I'm a little a worried. Like, it's a it's a statement performance, right? It's a statement what, performance. What do you think, Broadway? You've been quite for. I mean, I'll be honest. I've never seen Kampa. I'll be honest. He, with he you. can punch. I'm gonna tell you right now. He's a puncher. So like, but but the thing the thing is the thing is uh, uh, if uh, if what Ezra says that he's a bit slow, that, that yeah, he's a bit slow. That is true. He is a bit slow. He's getting but he Hold on, T- uh, hold on, because Tio, uh, his his like best attribute is his athleticism, and he got it. and he could he's a good counter puncher. Like if you're telling me this guy's slow, that he got knocked out. Yeah, I say that, yeah, that's one thing. He is slow. He is slow. That's the thing. But you here's, know, a, here's a here's the thing to watch in those kind of fights, right? Where especially when you have a guy like Tio who's explosive and can land big shots is that when he's teeing off on a guy like Kampa and you're landing all your shots, right, and you're putting all your power and landing all your power shots, you tend to get greedy, right? You get comfortable and you're like, I, I want, yeah. why am I going to stop landing these big shots, right? And you yeah. stay in there too long, right? This happens a lot in sparring. You spar a guy that's used to taking shots, used to working through, and you're like, I'm hitting him with everything. I'm just going to keep hitting him with everything. How can he keep standing to it? And if he gets in a fight like that with Kampa, where and you've seen Tiofimo get in fights like that, especially with Camp, mm-hmm. uh, Camposos, he might end up in a war. He might end up in a fight in a pace that he doesn't want to be in. So this yeah. it's going to take some discipline for him in this fight as well. When you when you were saying that, uh, mine came to mind. I don't know if you remember a guy named Jose Soto Carras. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 These type of Mexicans, man, can come out of nowhere, bro. And they, and and they're, they're just... slow. They're, <laughs> I got another example. I got another example for you. I got another example. You know, you guys know who Montana Love is, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know he beat. Yeah, uh, he fought last week. When he fought Guerra Goyas, I told people, mm-hmm. yo, Guerra Goyas is going to beat him. Oh, he's going to make it a fight. What happened? A lot of people say he lost, so that sh- that fight should have been a draw. And they're like, no, look who he fought. He fought a guy with 20 losses. And I'm like, what happened? Montana Love couldn't have boxed him. He was getting jabbed. Like, they were having a jab fest. Like, actually, people got to stop looking at, oh, because they lost to this guy. It's like, no, like, you, every fight is different. 
style makes fights. And like I said, like yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It, it could he he could pull up so the Corrales. You're you're right, Polo. You're right. Like in, you're right in boxing terms. You're right. But as far as like I'm just saying, the general audience they don't know this guy. They're not expecting much from him. And that that's just the truth of it. That's just the situation that Teofimo's in. He's not there. He's in a situation where they're not expecting a lot from this guy, and they're expecting a lot from Teofimo. He needs to perform in this fight. A hundred percent. He definitely. needs to perform, and he needs to have an impressive and I would say a wide margin victory. Now, all, whether all he's going to have that, I got to break down the fight more and really study complex to really know if he's going to have that. But he the, definitely he's going to be able to land his shots. He's got to stay disciplined and not get stuck in a complex type fight. All I know is if he gets in the slugfest, it's it's not, that's not a it like, won't look fest, good for him. It's not. Yeah, yeah it if Theo goes in the slugfest, that's a bad. That's not a good. He needs to do what he does and I'll box him and then stop him. If he gets in the slugfest from round one, if it looks like a slugfest, it's a 50 50 fight. And Joker uh, raises a good point here. He says, the TF female power size and strength carry to 140. We're going to have to see that, too. We're going to have to see that, too. He was a, a ex- extremely explosive at 135. We're going to see what he is at 140. The takeover. I mean, takeover. We're taking over 140, right, Broadway? <laughs> I mean, oh, man. That dude's a... I, I don't know who I don't know. He just better steer clear of Elvis Rodriguez at 140. Nah, stop it. I, I like Elvis. I'm a fan, but I think Theo beats him. Elvis beats what's his name, and it's a bold statement. The dude that I, I was tired him, but after that performance, I'm a little worried. Like the 37 year old was landing those shots on you. Russell? Ooh. Is that about Russell? Yeah, I don't think I think oh. I, I'm high on him, but I don't think he's what they were made. Like, bro, that guy is like if he fights Matias. He's gonna get stopped. He's That's got some. Be- he's got some special qualities, but he has some big defensive. Bro, he, he was getting Te- tagged. Listen, we we, we, we gotta. Be, he was getting as- tagged up. Yeah, bro. Francis Bertellamy was in an entertaining fight, and he was landing some bombs. Francis Bertellamy, I I said it. Francis Bertellamy was giving him a fight. That's yeah, concerning. He was, he that's not a good sign. And he's 37 years wait, old. Wait, like, wait, could... wait, wait, wait. Okay, but Rancis Bartholomew, right? If we really look at his resume and everything, I mean, what does he have? A, a, a majority does draw to uh, Robert Easter? But everything else but is that. He's 37, he's, he's but he's 37. No, 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 I don't understand, but I don't I, Guys age different. I don't. That was a tough fight. He won the fight. Even though it was a stoppage questionable, he was still going to. That me, was a bad stoppage. It, no matter what, though, we, we could all agree he was on the way to winning that fight. Who's on the way to getting the? Are you talking about Russell? Yeah, Russell. Yeah, Russell now? That, yeah, that, yeah. I think yeah. he has special qualities. He has things that I'll, you I'll could see would make him great, but he's not a for sure thing. And I told Broadway that a long time ago. We agreed on it. He's not a for sure thing. The what people try to make him out to be a for sure thing, the next big thing, the no, no one's gonna want to fight him. He's not that. No, but he has I, potential to be great. He has potential to be elite. He does. I have to disagree with you. I disagree. I, now I'm seeing that fight, and it's in the Victor Pulse fight. People, I think he watched Pulse though. Like bro, Costa was jabbing him up, and he he was not missing with that jab. Like I was on him. I thought that after those two performances, like nah, I think he's gonna be good, but he's not gonna be elite, or he's Go just ahead, gonna buddy. be a world champion. Go ahead, yeah, my bad. yeah, he'll be a um a world champion, but not a not the guy. He'll never not be the unified. guy. Yeah, he'll he's not gonna be because bro, after those performances, and these are two guys that are at the end of their careers. Like with Posto, it wasn't a wash. But it wasn't like like he's like it wasn't a watch, but he was you know winning rounds. But Posto was not missing with that jab. Like Posto was counter punching yeah. him and catching he, him with some good. He consistently makes one thirty seven pounds. So meaning he could be a player lightweight in the near future. Yeah, bro. he seems like he's kind of hinting at that, right? I, I just I, like that's what he's showing. I don't see what people see in Gary. I, can you tell me the one thing he does really good that's great? So, he has, so to me, he has he's explosive. He's very fast. 
I think he has very good offense. I think he has a very good offensive repertoire. I think he has good power. I think that when he he's a good fo- you see the thing is is that he's a pressure fighter. That's what you have to look at him as. He's a pressure fighter. He's not a, a he's not a boxer. He's not a defensive fighter. He's not a really even like a counter puncher. He's I'm gonna come forward and get mine. And I think with the qualities he has, if he could put it together, the the main mistakes he makes is he comes in, he punches from too far away. He uh, doesn't set up his shots sometimes. He comes in behind with without you know he puts himself in 50 50 chances sometimes against with his opponent. Now, if he could fix those things, there's a chance you have an elite fighter there. He's a problem for a lot of guys. But if he doesn't fix those things and you go power to power with someone and a guy that's you know in his prime, like if it was Postol in his prime, he might be in a lot of trouble. A guy like Josh Taylor right now mm-hmm. would probably put him to sleep with those mistakes. You can't make those mistakes over and over again. Yeah, people were like, saying that people were saying that he beats Taylor, he beats program. Yeah, everyone's like, so low on Josh Taylor. I don't understand it. And I don't oh, understand this just... other thing too with Josh Taylor, where if he goes to 147, he's like he's he's like Ooh. a meal for everyone. I don't get that at all. Because this is a guy that has so. good size on him. He's already having a hard time making 140. He could go to 147. He has power. He's shown that. He has skill. Like, I don't understand that he can't compete at 147. I don't buy that at all. Yeah, not at all. I think I think he beats Tanyones. He beats Ugas. He beats Thurman, in my opinion. Virgil, I'm a Virgil fan, but I think, like, I got to see a bit. I don't know, man. I got to see what Taylor looks like. I, I would have picked him against Virgil, but I think it's a 50-50 fight. Same with, like, bro, people sleep on that guy. Like, that guy beat Pearl Gray, beat Ramirez, two punches, and beat him pretty – like clear in my opinion like that dude took ramirez like bro his best shots and he dropped him like and he beat and he beat i too yeah and he beat I, think tra- I think that he had the tough fight with Catterall, whatever right i i'm okay with him getting that win i might be in the of a minority no, I, I that, but that's fine i think it's, uh, it's just people want to but you can't it's eliminate it. everything that he's done before that just because of a bad performance or a, or no, a questionable that performance that's what i'm saying but you can't eliminate is everything he's done before that just because of questionable performance you can't that's not the way it works and that's just why i feel like people want to do it. but i feel like that they wanted to do that before that fight happened i feel like everybody wanted him to be a fraud and i don't know why but that's just what the way i see it i think he's a very good fighter i think that if he wants he still is. He he's beats still up everybody pound. else he's still pound for pound on my list i don't understand he's still pound for pound like dude the way he beat and he took all those guys those like branchick uh pro gray ramirez were all undefeated and he beat brian martin upcoming you know at that time was supposed to be uh, like you know the next big thing and he beat all those guys he beat uh hard davis too like people forget like and, and he has less than 20 fights right uh i think he does i think he's like 19 or something like that so exactly yeah i mean that. i mean i want to say that too i just i mean when when i think of a guy like that i just also see uh ricky had and casa zoo who were elite pound for pounders but they could never make the jump to 147 and I, i'm highly highly uh i'm taking the the under is it yeah um, no, no, josh taylor being Bro, affected at 147. Ricky Hatton won a welterweight champ belt. Remember, he beat Luis Colasso. So, like, you can't yeah, really set up. Colasso was. I mean, at that time, Colasso was undefeated. It was, you know, they were, uh, he had high hopes. We can't really say that because he went on to be a world champion. And, and uh, with Casazu, Casazu was a different story. But, like, Hatton actually, and I think he beat a couple welterweights. And that Walter we run too, like legit Walter So we can't because look, we lost. Zoo was it. coming from a smaller zoo. Was zoo was a small guy to start off with. Yeah, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't see no, no, Taylor as exceptional, no, exceptional that a... he can go up to 147 and be the guy. When I when I talk, I, I told this to Ed Easy. I said when I look at a guy, is is he the guy or he's gonna just one of 
one of many. No, and I guess you, Frank, on that. But the thing is, it's like it's tough to say. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I wouldn't put money on him to being the top guy at 147. But he'll I think be a top 10 guy. Yeah, he could compete sure. with any of the guys at 147. I think he could five. compete he'll with the top, top five guys. Yeah, he could compete with the top five. Yeah, guys. he'll be he'll be top five. I, it's hard. Like I still consider him the guy super welterweight. I mean, he would get melted by Virgil or Boots. There's no way he could. You don't don't think so? I I think he'd be a tough. I think he'll give a tough fight for Virgil. I think it'd be a tough fight for Virgil. I thought even after fighting B. Ramirez, he'd give Crawford a tough fight. Honestly, styles wise, style matchup wise, I thought he'd give Crawford a tough fight. Bro, his inside game is really cold. Like people sleep. Like his inside game is a problem. After he gets Boots around for money, like I like Boots, but like bro, like Boots has not been in a fight with Taylor. Taylor type of level, level fighter, of like, yeah, yeah, level yeah. of Taylor. You can't tell me Lipinets. Come on, like, bro, he hasn't even fought a uh, Jose Ramirez or like, like. Nah, I think Taylor gives Virgil and Boots a run for him. I even think if he if he's on his, you know, hundred percent, he beats mm-hmm. either one of them. Nah. Well, and all these things are the, are the same as if I don't know if you guys are in other sports, baseball or football, but you know, guys come out of college and they like monsters, and they get to NFL and they, that they is fall true. Flat, that is true. flat on their that, face. That's true, but he, he he's already comp- competed at a world level. I mean, we can't say he hasn't competed at a world level. He's competed at a world. Oh, level. he's already, bro. He's undisputed. He beat literally that's the thing, that's the he's a world, right, he's a the, world level fighter. But the track record for any for any guy that steps in a new division is to kind of get their feet wet. You know, like Mosley, I think he fought a guy Rivera before. Before he went to 147, you know, you you tend to kind of take these fights like what Teal's doing with Campus. He's getting his feet wet at 140, so that's what Taylor's gonna do. Well, that's but, gonna, there's, there's, he could fight a Venetian. He could fight that welterweight that's fighting on the Navarrete. They they got you know some welterweight they can get it. He could fight Basquiat. Like they got you know not that deep of but they got welterweights he can fight to test the. Uh, well, and you know, Tyron was WBO, but they'll certainly take that route after Crawford. You know, the Crawford spent. So, like, Taylor's probably gonna stick around and then go up just to see what happens between Spence and Crawford, and then get the belt. Because I think Taylor will go the WBO route. Let's see. Let's see it play out. Let's see it play out. Yeah, he's I, a, I did. He's a WBO super champion, which means that as soon as he moves up, he's entitled to skip any mandatory. And the next weight division above him. So, so he's in our position right now. He's in our position. What I was gonna say is, what are we thinking about the Crawford Spence undercard? Um, uh, Heard versus Rosario. I see Corey Crowley fighting Stanionis. And I keep uh, hearing Crowley Stanionis. I like that fight. I really. And, like and I see Heard. Jared Heard is fighting Rosario. That's interesting. I think Jared Heard is Frank Martin. But... I think I can see Frank Martin on there. I can see Frank Martin on there. uh, Bringing up Rosario. What happened, bro? Polo's trying to get on my good side. Bringing up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a that's interesting fight. Not the undercard. This is what what I would like to see. I would like to see Boots versus Stanionis. Elvis Rodriguez versus Kenneth Sims, a rematch to avenge his loss. And uh, give me give me a sec on that third fight. Give me, hmm. He says, "Uh, Danny says, uh, Rashidi versus uh, Butaev. I don't oh, hate that, that fight. I don't hate that fight at all. That's a good fight. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't hate it at all. No. Oh, wow." It's just uh, it's gonna be curious. I'm curious how they approach it. I think they're gonna be pretty like uh, financially strapped. 
So I think right. the card's going to be real creative. None of, the real fights, creative. none of the fights I mentioned are exactly. Yeah, yeah, they're not exactly. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're, I think that's a good card. That's an interesting card. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got to give you one more, but just give me a oh, time. Maybe Boots, Danny Owens might be too expensive because maybe Boots is going to want to get paid decent. They're both probably going to want to get paid decent for that fight. Really? I think so. Yeah. I, Boots ain't even PBC. He's like Showtime. He's like de facto PBC. Yeah. Al Heyman's his advisor, but they always say he's not signed to the PBC, something like that. He was it for a while. He was Showtime for a while. I think he might be PBC now. Like but I, I can bet Frank Martin will be on there. Yeah, Frank Martin's gonna be on there. Frank it, be it, on is there. Frank Martin versus Michelle Rivera too too soon for Martin? I, yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that. I don't think they're gonna do that. But I would love that fight if they did do that. That'd be a really good fight. There you go. There you go. And why would Michelle Rivera do it though? He's mandatory, isn't he? No, he's ranked number two in the WBA. But oh, I thought he was mandatory. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what he told me on my channel. But I look, he's ranked number two. Hey, just yeah, he was he was he was close to it. Because you gotta remember, bro, the WB regulars they have their own mandatory and then the actual champion has a mandatory. So it's kinda confused. So usually the number one guy is literally the usually the number one is to the super champion and then the number two guy is a regular. Who's number one for the WBA? Uh, oh he's fighting uh he's fighting right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that might be for a ranking because if Ryo beats him, he's not going to jump number one. He'll be like number three, number two, number four. Like usually when you beat the guy number when one, is you that, don't jump up. Um, pay per view, PBC pay per view for Ortiz and Ruiz. That's in September, September right? 4th. Yeah, September 4th. It's a Labor Day weekend? Yeah, Labor Day weekend. September, October. I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Uh, I'm pumped for that car. I'm for that Are you a PBC band. guy? I'm not. That's the thing. I, I, I'm, I'm just messing I've been with called, you, bro. No, no, no. It's good. But I, I get called the shield for everyone. So I wear the PBC shield with pride because I, that was the hardest one to get. No, but no, I'm no, no. You're the zone. Fight. You're the zone shield. I'm, I've been I can never no. admit I've been I bought that. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I, I, I can never admit to anybody I, I bought that. Oh, I, I buy them all. I buy them You're all. And I, and I will gladly buy the Andrew Ruiz one. The Ortiz or Ruiz one? I'm excited about that one. Can, yeah, you, can I watch it on your one. phone? Can you stream it from your phone? <laughs> I'll stream I can it for you guys. It. <laughs> I was thinking about that. I was like, if I stream it on my wall right here, is that I'll... is that like one of those? Uh, you nah, know what I mean? not like, if it's can, a private can get, stream. Can I get past it? Can I get past it? Yeah, if it's a private stream. Oh, yeah. private stream. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop two bucks. And I'll drop two on it. Yo, we can I, do that I, one day. I, I thought of another. Sort of another undercard fight. Uh, not necessarily fight, but just a fighter. But David Morrell. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's fighting. Um, I know he's fighting. He, this is what I heard. This from a close source. He has a mandatory, so he won't fight like on the undercard. He'll fight on an undercard, but not on that one. He'll fight like <laughs> some That's the name that he's not a big. Who's, name. A, who, who's his mandatory polo? Um, he's from um where uh Jelabek's from. He was uh, he has a weird name. Something uh, it starts with an A. <laughs> Giving me nothing here. I thought it's Adios. Look up the rankings. Look up the rankings. He's the first number one guy. I thought it's something. It's called Adios. He was Canelo's sparring partner. Um, look up uh, WB uh, rankings. I, I can't Danny, Danny says uh, Ugas versus my uh, Fabian Maidana. Well, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Ugas back get back Ooh. at it. Ooh, no, I brought up the Ortiz Ruiz because I it seems like PDC always tries to throw one heavy on there. So I'm trying to look and oh, see. Oh, oh, maybe like a Frank Sanchez. 
That's what I just was. Oh. I didn't want to say because I didn't know if he was PBC. Yeah, Frank. No, he, he's no, but I heard he's coming back in October too. I don't know, man. That that guy. I'm a Frank Sanchez fan, and I get shit for it. So does Ezra, but that guy's mm -hmm. a problem. I'm a Frank Sanchez. He's like, uh, who Frank is Sanchez who is that? Shield. Remember uh, Chris Berg, like the real? Yeah, 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 Chris Berg, yeah. Uh, Petey Patter. I mean, but yeah, he won yeah. though. You know? No, but I think Frank Sanchez can can actually crack up. Yeah, no, he, he he's gonna be a world champ. I'm telling you right now, book it on Ezra's show. He would be the first Cuban heavyweight champion of the world. Well, then book it, man. Frank, that was where they should put him on the uh, Spence, uh, the their biggest pay per view. Put the heavy on there. Jamal uh, James versus Thomas Delorme on the prelims. Isn't that isn't that a rematch? Because then Jamal James. Yeah, they already fought. They already fought. They already yeah, fought. They already Who fought. was watching Lerman, bro? He's a punching bag at this point. Who I think Blair Combs can fight him. That's some casual. That that we come on. We they fall like the under That's what you suggest, right? At that point, hey, they should throw Blair Cross in there with the Lorman. Is that? I think he could beat the Lorman. Yeah, I think he beats the Lorman at this point. Yeah. You know, who I is was, this PBC? Who, who are they trying to sell right now? Like that's who's going to be on that card. Who are they trying to sell? Benavides, Charlo, Moreno, Michael Rivera, Michael Rivera, Michael Rivera. Michael Rivera. Mm. Yeah, I think he can be on the undercard. Um, who else? Gary Michael Russell. Rivera. Nah, yeah. he just fought. Unless, unless yeah, he already, he's already got main event slots. But... Maybe Rashidi. I don't know if they're really high on Rashidi. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know how they feel about Rashidi. They, they were going to put him on the prelims last time, and then they end up putting him on like the opening bout. Hey, what do you guys opening. think of him? I think he got the speed, but I've been watching Pandora? him for like – no, he's, oh, showtime, he's, right? he's fighting October yeah. 8th. He's, ooh, he's already got a fight? Yeah. I mean, is Usutegi an undercard guy, or you think he's, he has his own minute? Ooh. I heard Usutegi is um, Uskagati. Uskagati. Oh, I man. I think, he, I think he burned bridges with, with failing that test. No, he's actually still with them. What you, he has a fight. You didn't know he's fighting? He's fighting. Uh, uh, Man, you don't even have the score. He's fighting an eliminator against uh, a Dimitri Salido fighter coming up. He was supposed on, to be on, on, a, card. on like a Showtime card or like a PVC card. PVC, yeah, he's still with PVC. Oh. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, the, the, Alvis Rodriguez it. could be on the undercard. I think Alvis Rodriguez makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. And probably will. Oh, love baby, it. there you go. I'm loving probably it. Will love it. Alvis Rodriguez versus who? I don't know. Just get him on there. Just no, just get him on. I mean, whoever, but just put him on there. Just get him oh, on there. I think they're. <laughs> He got to write that wrong. He got to L, write that wrong. Kenneth Sims. That's it. Put that on the other card. They, they he said he wanted that fight? I mean, honestly, when I when I interviewed him, he kind of like, you could see like somebody was telling him like in the background. Something. Don't, was, say, don't oh, say Kenneth Sims. He was like, oh, uh, uh, well, uh, I, I leave those things to my manager. But then later on in the interview, he said, "Yeah, like he would. He that is a fight he wants down the line." But I was like, "Could it be your next fight?" And then that's when like somebody in the background was kind of like, <laughs> "No, don't, no, don't say." Yes, hey, Kenneth Smith, Kenneth Smith got suburban Matias problems for now. Suburban <laughs> Matias is gonna fight ahead of Mias Ponce for the IBF. That, that, Yo, yo, when you got that scoop, now it makes sense because you notice after Matias beat that dude uh, from uh, Kazakhstan, the guy in that, uh, I forgot what undercard it was. There was a gap that he wasn't fighting. I bet you they were trying to put that fight on the Caleb Canelo card. 
And that's when he got the only reason he got the rematch was because a couple guys turned him down. Well, my theory is, and that's when he got the rematch because he wasn't supposed to fight that guy. That was just what they were able to give him because uh, you notice he was out for for a while during that time period. Yeah. So yeah, now it makes sense because I they they because I saw um the coach that, that coaches him. He said that they gave us that rematch, and I told him he was surprised. Like, no way, you're serious? And he, he took it. it. It was just an opportunity that came, you know, like out of nowhere. Yeah, they, they were they were talking. I spoke to Subrio Matias, uh, promoter actually, and he told me that this is not set in stone, but I think it's like October 9th on the October eighth on the undercard of Jerwin and Cajas versus Fernando Martinez rematch. Yeah, Fandora's gonna be on the card too. Yeah, Fandora's gonna be on the card. So uh, maybe Fandora's triple header, yeah. triple. Yo, and that and that guy Subrio Matias is fighting. Ain't no, ain't ain't an easy fight, man. Had a me a sponsor could fight. I got, I got Matias stopping him. I've seen Ponce. He was. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say Ponce's, but I think Matias is gonna beat him pretty. Oh, easy. I, 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 I'm picking Matias as well. What I'm saying is that's not no easy fight. fight. That's you not think easy. so? I looked at him, and I, 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 I it, it depends on what kind of fighting style you have. But just something tells me it's going to – I thought it would be competitive, but I have that feeling that it's not going to look competitive. I think Matias is going to beat him pretty clear. Like, I know Ponce ain't no joke, but something just tells me Matias is like a different animal, and he's just going to go in there and, like, blow him away. Yo, people high on him, like It's crazy. Oh, who, Matias? Yeah. Yeah, he's I think a, no all joke. action, offensive guy, fast. Good like he's making dudes, and he's beating undefeated Olympians and like guys that were like with high pedigrees. Like he's making them quit. Be you know like that tragedy that happened. Like bro, the way he's finishing these guys, he's like, got, he, his style though, it's not gonna have a long run. So he's got to get to it now. You know what I mean? He's, he's gonna, gonna be a champion. Probably have a couple defense. Somebody that. Can, can outbox or box world well, is probably gonna outbox them, but oh, yeah, or they just kind of gets broken down, you know what I mean? Like, those guys yeah. only, you only can take so much damage in your career. Yeah. You if you go toe to toe, that's like that plays more of an fair. but I feel like to beat him, you gotta outbox him because going toe to toe, you could slug it out with him and beat him, but you're gonna take a lot of damage. You can say a lot of damage, but there's gonna be a point where it's just gonna be the last, like, hey, on the you know, on the haystack, you know what I mean? Like, it's just too that's much. True. Yeah, yeah Oscar was that. supposed to be on the card. I heard that Oscar was supposed to be in that on the card, but I think they moved him. He's fighting some um, Russian guy, 168. Uh, it starts with the Vladimir, and last name starts with the Ness. If you look at the rankings, that's who he's going to be fighting. Vladimir's uh, some. He trains out of the Kronk gym. And then uh, Fandora's sister's going to be fighting in that card too, right? Probably the prelims. Yeah, probably the prelims, though. So that was interesting, though, because PBC hasn't really been big on women's boxing. And if they that that's the one that, uh, that they you know kind of like look to kind of bring on with people. No, I, I think they, I think it might just be a prelims to be honest. I think they're just gonna. Yeah, bring but I'm saying, but it's their show, so they they might be bringing her along. Yeah, who knows? That is true, but I think she she I don't know because she was just on a Golden Boy on the card or that Fight Night series, whatever they have. Oh, was she? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good fourth one. Starter, hey, women's hey, Ezra. I am the hey, I am the real boogeyman of the 160 division. I'm mm -hmm. coming for all the champions. Mm -hmm. That's Jenna Beck, baby. Don't forget it. Yeah, Don't you better not it. drop the belt, man. They're gonna give us our respect, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, I want my, I want fight? my respect. Well, if if Andrade steps up, which oh, that guy's a, a problem. Andrade's in a corner, you know, basically doesn't have anywhere to go. I mean, he's cornered in. Bob Barron worked his magic. 
and uh, has Andre basically no choice but to fight Janet Beck. And if he pulls out, the Janet Beck gets a belt. He gets a free belt. I'll call him uh, champion at you know the whatever belt there. What belt is that? What belt is that they're going for? WBO. WBO. Champion at WBO.com. That's what I'll call him. That'll be his new nickname. <laughs> he'll be the email champion. We can wear it with pride. Yeah, that guy, that guy is in a serious problem. I don't know why people hate. Like I heard I forgot who it was. Like, I like my guy season. I'm like, no, bro. They say the same thing about better before. Oh, I like my guy season. Then when he came, like, no, you know when someone is the real deal guys, like the way he's being these guys, he could jab. I saw him in the Olympics. Oh, he's a problem. Like that guy is gonna be on a roll. I think at 116, he could beat some guys, too. Like they, like you said, don't be surprised down the line if, if Canelo and him end up fighting because that guy is a problem. I think he should stay at 160, personally. I think that 160. No, if he unifies. I think if he unifies, bro, he should move up because there's, like like you said, bro, if you unify and he can't get the other belts, just don't be a triple G. That's all. I like, just, just move yeah, up I, fight those guys. I, I think I don't know. Like I said, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, like I said, I won't I won't overhype anyone, even if I truly believe in him. But I think 160 is where he's at, and I think he could be the best guy at 160. I don't think that's oh, crazy hands to say. down. Hands he, down. He, 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 you mean you just said you think he could be the best? Don't sit on the fence. No, say no, no, what no, you no, say. no, no, no. He could be the best guy at 160. Yeah, I agree with that. 160. Oh, at 160, he a, a great division. Yeah, it's not, it's not a great division. No, I mean it, it could be. It's just like you said, bro. It's just really it, it, it's in the process because remember. Canelo, Jacob, Super G, Lemieux, Billy—they were all at the and, and it was kind of you know somewhat because they were fighting. Yeah, it's a trans—it's a transition but, point right now. It's a transition. Right, point it's right just right these now. guys. I mean, I mean, we're we're not always going to see at least you know have at least fights that are kind of like competitive. Like now, you see the champions—they don't even fight like yeah. the, like. But realistically, who who can like, really example, fight? I mean, like, nobody's like, going to fight them. Who Jedediah? Yeah. is not going to yeah. fight them. Uh, well, but here's here's let me say the best outcome that could happen for it. He fights Andrade, he beats him. Andrade's not gonna fight him. Well, let's just see though. Let's just say he does, and he beats him. He has that belt. Then that that with that belt, Charles don't have no one to fight, right? With there's no fight for Charles to make. Then you go and say, hell, let's go unify it then, right? Uh-huh. This is the best outcome. He's the best outcome. Is he's the kind of guy that needs a belt. He needs a belt around his waist because ain't no there's no point to fight him because there's like I said, it's just, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll be 100 honest about him. Andrade, Andrade doesn't have to fight him. It's not a, it's not a dodge. It's not a duck or anything. There's no money in fighting him, but he might be cornered to where he has no choice because there's no other outcome. There's no other options that are better. So he might be cornered to fight him. But if he doesn't, then fine. He it makes sense career wise. The, the money's not going to make sense. Remember, 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 Boo Boo. If he was going to move up, he would have actually got the fight schedule. I don't think he's actually going to move up. What I see him doing is dropping the belt and fighting an eliminator through the WBC. Or IBF or trying to be the WBA. I think he'll just forget the belt because when he moves up, he's gonna have to work his way up back into a mantle spot because he, they're not gonna give him the mantle. He's gonna actually fight an eliminator. And I don't know if the WBO, especially if he does drop it, they're not gonna do him any favors. They're probably just gonna be like, he's he'll probably go a different route when he moves up. I don't think that if he drops the belt, say he drops the belt, they probably you probably won't see him fight for a WBO belt again because you know he dropped the belt. He rescheduled a fight that they, you know, gave him that privilege, and he didn't. I don't think they rescheduled. Like they, well, he pulled out basically. So like, well, this, if, he dropped- if, uh, if Andrade fights, Andrade fights um, Janet Beck, and he beats him, he'll be in a really good spot because then he'll be a free agent. He can go and uh, sign and fight Charlo and unify mm-hmm. the belts. That'd be the best thing for Charlo. Charlo's just trying to see this all play out, He's trying to see what the hell's going to happen here. Andrade, Andrade, Andrade winning him would be the best thing for him. 
But like I said, Janabek wins it. He has a belt. Maybe he can unify with uh I'm guard. That's the best out. That's the best thing. Or if um, the, the the Brazilian guy, the, yeah, Falcoa, Falcoa. If Falcoa, oh, that's good. He, he's a good fighter too. But I'm saying that like, I don't, I don't, I'm not too high on him. But I think yes, they could do that. That's his best outcome for Janabek. He needs something like that to happen. So they, they put him in a good well, spot to have success. The, the Navy is not gonna fight him. Saul is not gonna fight him. Jamel is not gonna fight him. No. I mean, Jerome uh, might. Jerome might not he is not going to fight him. I just, I, it looks like he's going to just have to keep working. Yeah. And, and then he could keep winning the lower level guys, and I could keep hyping him up on Twitter. And it's a beautiful well, thing. You know, everybody wins in that case. <laughs> for Demetrius, it's career suicide if he goes and gets beat by a dude with, at 13, with 13 fights. Well, yeah. But I mean, Andrade is basically at the end of it. He needs to take some chances at this point. Yeah, that is true, though. He the that's the that's truth, though. Like, don't get me wrong, he is a skillful fighter, but bro, he doesn't take those chances. Like, if he's as good as people hype him up to be and he's this Olympian, he should be a guy with Jennifer. But the way that he's acting, I don't well, think he, he's as confident. Remember, I think the, 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 it's not confident, it's the money. The money is not there to fight Jennifer. So it's it's not, I don't really think it's confident. I don't think that he thinks, like, oh, this guy's, gonna, I think he thinks it's a tough fight. And I think he thinks, I want to get paid for a tough fight. And if he says, What's the what? What you know? What are they going to bid on this? They're going to bid five hundred thousand, and we're going to split that up between me and him. Well, then that's a huge pay cut for me. So I, I'm not I, like I said, I'm not going to BS and say like, oh, you know, he's duck and dodge him. No, financially, it doesn't make that much sense. But honestly, career choice wise, he doesn't have many other options. Especially if Eubank fights Connor Ben, he has nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. This is the only option he really has. Well, if Janabek was some of these other guys he's fought, he would have had he would have no problem with it. Make oh, it easy. It, it, he make it, it easy. Five hundred k. No, no, no. But he's making. He was making a million in the zone. He's making a million per fight. No, no, no. But plus. I'm saying, like, like you gotta take risks. Like, bro, take the less money. Beat this undefeated guy. The win is gonna. If you believe you're that, if your belief has your fans and people say that you're this guy, but I'm saying it doesn't sound like he's that confident because just bro, look at Andrade's last five fights. Connected. That's all you yeah. need to know. Yeah, but and you gotta I, look at what he got paid for those fights. He got bro, paid bro, no, I understand. But, but listen, that, but... the thing, what I'm saying is like, bro. As soon as he has a risky mandatory, it's like all these loopholes. But when it was Luke Keeler, Liam Williams, there was exactly. no problem. It's like exactly. it's like the money. He's already got the money. That's the thing. He's already got the money. Why not just take a chance and beat this guy on a large platform? Well, I mean, most likely really that's what he's gonna most likely that's what he's gonna do because he has no other options. But he's gonna fill out the Eubanks fight because he thinks if there's a there's some kind of payday there. And maybe if he fights Eubanks, maybe uh top rank. Who works with boxer works with those guys uh, could say, you know what? Okay, we'll stick it. We'll take some step aside for Janabek. You got you fight Eubanks for a good payday, and then we'll come in and fight each other at the end of this. Maybe right? Maybe they could talk that into it. But if the Eubanks fight, Eubanks fight isn't going to happen, then most likely it's Janabek. He might be cornered. Like I said, he's cornered into it. I'm just saying I get it. If he's going to try to see like what's the other pay, what's the best payday for it, then that's what it is. See, this is what trips me out about. Uh, people saying maybe somebody here is saying on the panel that it feels Virgil's not ready. But um, look at Janabag at 12 fights. We're already talking about fighting the best. Why are we not saying, oh, he's not ready? He needs a couple more fights. Well, I think because I was, remember the Janabag's 29 years old. So he's got, it's, he's kind of like a make it happen now type. You know, you basically, at the, he's kind of forced by age wise to make it happen now. Well, yeah, Virgil but, Ortiz is 25. But the 24. Way I, yeah. Well, through the lens that I look at through is though is that you know okay your age is not a depiction of the experience your experience is twelve fights that's how many 
that's how much experience you but, got. But you also, Janet Bay kind of had a huge pedigree, though. You got to look at amateur. You know, we like to say that's better, but it actually does because, like, bro, he had an outstanding amateur. Like, um, but, he had a good amateur. But like, not only just amateur, but also it's just the leeway of having the, the age advantage, right? It's just the yeah. – I, 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 yeah, maybe – I'm sure – I think Virgil's ready to go right now. But the fact that you have another year and it's not going to make a big deal and a difference on his career – They'd probably be like, hey, let's use that to our advantage. Why do we we don't have to force him into anything? We could just take our time. And you know, he's gonna slowly build his name with that. But that's that's what I'm you're right about that, Danny. I won't I won't that's what I'm asking people though, is that you know, we because we're the way we're talking about Janabek is just just us by looking at him, seeing how what he's done, and we're already trying to throw him in there. But 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 there's just the way he's like, I don't know, bro. If you see it, like the thing with Virgil. You can kind of see some holes in his game, but with Jedebeck, he has. I mean, no fight is perfect, but it's just the way he's. It's just I don't know. It, it's hard to explain. It's like, bro, well, you remember know too, though. Legit. But remember this. Remember this too. Jedebeck is fighting Andrade. I'm talking about like his competition is Mangia, an old Charlo. I mean, an old uh, Triple G and mm-hmm. Charlo. Now, Virgil but it's Ortiz's the top guys. No, 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 top guys are the top guys. No, no, no. But look at the division he's at. Look at Virgil. Is yeah, fighting Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence, uh, Boots. The top guys are are, are a different level. The champions. The, the champions. No, no. They don't yeah, even yeah. just the champions. Because first yeah, of all, you got Blood. Arguably top three power point. You got Spence, a guy that you know is not that he's really. You know, he's not old, but I'm saying that he's a pound for pound as well. It's like, look at the guy he has on his side of the street. Look, Janabek, like, bro, he has guys on his side that he could pretty much beat. And that's, that even the old Okay, well, like, let me put it. Would you throw Janabek in with Sal Canelo? Would you feel comfortable saying, yeah, Janabek's ready for no, Sal Canelo Alvarez? He, he'll lose to Canelo. But yeah, what, what, why I would be okay with it, though, because he's 29 there years old. I mean, well, how long are you going to wait for it? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's You basically true. have to go now. With Virgil, I'm like, well, we don't need no rush. We can wait another year. We wait another two years. Yeah, you got time. You got time on your side. Yep. Well, we're, we're talking about Canelo hours pound for pound because that's what you guys were saying, bud. But he's pound. Well, yeah, Canelo's pound for pound too. But but here's yeah, the no, thing. No, no, yeah, but, I'm saying, but you can't but compare. Janibic, you can't compare gonna... Bubu to 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 uh to to Canelo because bro, Bubu's had tough fights with a guy named Jack Kokolay. With and Janabek is way more skillful than those guys. No, no, no. That's the only difference. Well, like, no, you yeah, guys are so boxing guys. That's why I'm just asking. I'm not. No, I'm no, not no, yeah. I'm me, just asking. No, no, saying, no. Why are we so ready to uh, but, throw Zanabek in there? But we but, we're like, oh, Virgil needs to wait though. No, because Janabek's aged though. Because okay, he's 29, right? If I say, oh no, let's wait two more years for Janabek. Well, 31, he could you could easily be on the downside of your career, right? Everyone's different. So at 29, you kind of have to make your move. That's really is like if you look at Frank Martin, right? He's not the most experienced guy at all. He even started boxing late, but his age is going to force him into some tougher fights quicker than maybe a guy like Michelle Rivera, maybe a guy like uh, you know, even, you know, know, yeah, like yeah, exactly. They're younger. They have more time. They're going to use that to their advantage, even though they have maybe mm-hmm. more experience than them. But Frank Martin is against the clock in a way. He kind of has to make it happen now. Yeah, I I just don't see it, but I I mean if I'm a because I'm gonna hold it even across the board, you know, if I'm ready to say Zanabag is ready for his pound for pound Saul, then Virgil's just as ready. No, I, mean, no, that's, I, I, I'm I don't not think Zanabag's ready for Canelo. Like as far as like he has a chance of beating him, I'm saying what you just it's not gonna get any better the position he's at right now. Yeah, it's not gonna get any better. No, I mean, when Virgil Ortiz, he can improve. Still. No, I would I would feel very comfortable saying Zanabag 
go get Cal if he wants it. If he's, you know, and if I'm a manager, promoter, whatever, and Zanabek and we're watching him, we feel, hey, if Sano will do it, let's do it. Why, why would we wait? Well, and risk him bro, fighting Demetrius Andrade. Why would I risk I him question. losing to a slick, you know, African American? Then let's get the big bag against Saul. Well, yeah, but he doesn't have that option. You know what I mean? Like, there's no. no I, that's option. what I'm saying. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. we're trying to compare situations. Listen, if he beats Bubu Andrade, then dude, he's gonna be, you know, like, to, and it depends on how he beats him too. Like I'm telling you, it's just different. His styles, like, it's just the fact that you know, like, we look at Saul and you look, you know, the 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 guys that he's facing. You know, Boo Boo is a tricky guy, but it's like, bro, we've seen him in there with lesser guys. But, that don't but that's why I gave you this. That's but why I gave you the scenario like, that like, I did. But with Saul, like, bro, Saul, it's just levels to it, bro. And, 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 and Saul's at another weight class, so he would have to move up. So No, he's at 160. Think, he's a champion. He's going to come back down. 160. No, oh, he's, no, he's fighting at 168 right now. Yeah, and, luck. and, and, and maybe. 160, yeah, but that's going to be at 168. So... That's the so, difference, though. I'm saying Jarabek has to be one of these champions to show up his love for that level. Because what if he goes in there and beats him convincing? Then you shows you, like, yo, he is the real deal. Like, I just told him what me and Ezra says, he's, he's going to beat Demi. I, I think he has a style. His presence, like, like if, if Liam Williams had success, I think Jarabek could have success. Yes, I agree with that. And, guys, I'm at two, I'm at two hours, 20 minutes, so I'm going to wrap this up right now. But I appreciate it. And I love that we ended with some Jarabek talk. I want every one of my podcasts to have at least a 20-minute Janabek. I went harder for him than you, man. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I mean, you, you were. You were trying to force him out through the canal already. But I, I respect that. I, I love it. I appreciate it. This is a Janabek appreciation space. This is a safe Janabek space. Uh, oh, Danny said that so Janabek so is in a you... oh, less dangerous division than Ortiz, in my opinion. I agree with you with that. Um, well, that, is true, that is true, though. Alice Spence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's another thing. No, no there's always they context. Got Canelo. How would he say that? Canelo no, no, because Canelo's at 168. Well, Canelo's at 168. I mean, he's not going to come back to 160. And Janabek's at 160. Canelo's not going to go at 160. Canelo's at 168, 175. He, I don't think we'll ever see him at 160. That's the difference, though. Like, he has to fight one of these guys to get to that level. Like, but I'm saying I have confidence that he could beat all the champions. The okay, because Canelo's still that, a champ at 160. That's why. Yeah, we know. Yeah, that. he's not gonna come back. He's, but, not, he's never gonna come yeah, back. Yeah, unless, unless Jenebeck, unless Jenebeck beats Boo Boo and has you know unified, then he could position himself to a mandatory. But like I'm saying that Jenebeck, I'm pretty confident. The only one I'm kind of because Triple G's power, but I think he could beat all the other guys. I Mogia, Charlo, Boo Boo, um, and all the. The only one is Triple G, just because Triple yeah. G has that power, but. Like you said, bro, he has youth on his side, and he's younger, and he's has less damage than than those guys. Like, bro, Janabek is fresh, so we'll see when he fights. And Demi, and it looks like he wants to smoke, so that's a good sign. That oh, he definitely wants to smoke, bro. Yeah, he's bro, yeah, I guarantee he wants it all. But hey, hey, I, Ezra, did you I, buy I the got... pay per view? Did you buy the pay per view with Moreno? Rasa. <laughs> oh, come on. That's Rasa. Of course I bought that pay-per-view. Hey, come I wish Barry was on here. Remember he said, who do you support? I'm like, oh, I support this guy. He just won an interim belt. <laughs> <laughs> and he made a comment. I'm like, bro. <laughs> uh, All right, guys. So I'm wrapping up. I appreciate you guys hopping on. Get on the – I'll be on back on Thursday. Hop on back on, man. I'm going to hop on. All right. I'm going to hop you. on, man. All right. Peace. Good talk. Peace.